I don't care if you've been cucking with the pool boy all night. If you up, smash that like button. Welcome to Black and the Black Times Infinity. I'm your host, the Thulu's Party to come to you live and direct from the stack. Smoke me out, fam, with that dang shit on my left. Blue. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> she asked me for a pic, so I gave her a dad pic. A dry ass dick pic. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> my far right engineer on the ones and twos, choking people out of the threes and fours, Kratos. How come when somebody says blue lives matter, nobody says all lives matter? It's fucking weird. Mm. This, this is these, these are these important points. We know we're getting into it. In the middle, we got Stitch. Black people are becoming an endangered species. Mm. Mm -mm. Last but not least, we got the oldest ninja in the world, old ninja. High key F2020. Mm. We got four more months, y'all. Four mm -hmm. more goddamn months. Kronos, you usually got some statistics for us. I do. Listener of the week would be uh, P. Berto Muf. I don't know how to say that, but thank you for listening. <laughs> we appreciate it. Um, first in the chat, I don't think anybody's chatted yet that I can see. Let me just refresh real quick. It usually takes a second. And nope, nobody in chat yet. So. All right. It just it literally just went when we were doing intros. So yeah, people are watching. Just yeah. simple. Say something if you're watching. <laughs> Team old, old ninja. You usually are pouring out some type of malt beverage. There's a whole lot going on, so I don't even know where you're gonna take it on this first one. Where you want to go? Uh, we're just gonna start small, and then we're gonna go deep, deep diving into a bunch of stuff. So. We're yeah. going to, uh, somebody has got a train going. Sorry uh, about that. You know, I was running the trains on these hoes, you know. <laughs> <laughs> this dude. Uh, we're going to pour it out some St. Ives for uh, Riley Gale. Uh, lead singer of the metal band Power Trip. Uh, he's passed away. The band has been known for, uh, I guess, ushering in thrash metal or hardcore punk or more commonly known as Crossover Thrash. Uh, the band has released two well-received albums in like 2013's Manifest Decimation and 2017's Nightmare Logic, and they released a compilation album. Uh, Gail uh, does guest vocals on Body Count's Point the Finger, which is uh, Body Count is Ice-T's uh, band, and his cause of death has not yet been determined. He was 34. Mm, that's yeah. fucking young. God damn. Exactly. So, I hope nothing nefarious happened to the dude. I mean, he did pass away, but I hope it wasn't like Rona related or he was shot or some shit. Mm. <laughs> Actually, no. If he was shot, they'd have reported. But still. Okay. R.I.P. Who else? There's a few. Uh, the, uh, I didn't have notes on the other ones. Job. Uh, Okay. Prodigy. Uh, I I want to say this really quickly before we. I know we we're going to go deep on a whole lot of fucking shit, but um, heart goes out to a couple things. Number one, uh, it looks like Louisiana and and Texas are right now under category four huge hurricane. I think it's Hurricane Laura, and there might be another one right afterwards. Um, yeah. That's one thing. 
Secondly, the big giant pink elephant in the room, masturbating, is uh, there was another unarmed black man in Wisconsin that uh, was not killed, but uh, is in intensive care, I believe, or possibly uh, paralyzed. And I know we're going to go deep into it. The entire sports world has stopped as a, as a direct result. And uh, there's a whole lot else going on with this. It was not a, a killing, but there certainly have been people killed in uh, the aftermath and the protests. And I know we're going to go deep. I know we're going to discuss it. I know we're going to discuss it. So who wants to start us off? Um, what, what, what is this? What's the city's name again? Is it? I've got my Can X-Men it? stuff. So I'm, so I'm thinking is it, Genosha or whatever. But, uh, is, it, is it pronounced Kenosha? This ain't the X-Men. I, <laughs> it is Kenosha. Though. That's, that's hope. <laughs> <laughs> no show. Okay. Yeah. So the so the K is not silent. So it is Kenosha. Okay. Kenosha. So Kenosha, uh, Wisconsin. Um, mm -hmm. And this is all. Some of the information is kind of blurry, and I'll I'll get into that based on what I on the research I've done in, in a minute. Well, can, can we but pause, um, there was an. I'm sorry. Just pausing real quick. It's the one thing that nobody said. We didn't actually say the guy's name, so I just realized that Jacob Blake oh, yeah. got shot. So yeah. Oh, okay. There we go. That's just, good. Just a clarify. Good clarification. Yeah. I mean, he's not, he's not dead, but he's probably paralyzed from getting shot in the back seven fucking times. Anyway, Steve, sorry to yep. eat your time. Go ahead. No, yeah, yeah. No, I, I was gonna reclaiming my time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, apparently there was some sort of uh, dispute that took place at this address in uh in wisconsin in uh kenosha it's a city that i've never even heard of i could probably name maybe three four cities in the entire state of wisconsin just because i don't know shit or whatever outside of milwaukee and green bay and madison um but somewhere in wisconsin there was this incident that happened and um this video leaked from a uh i guess a witness took a camera uh video of the incident it's showing some sort of dispute going on between police uh, a couple other black people looked like there's some females involved uh, and there was a male individual, uh, Jacob Blake, that was there. And in the video, you see what looks like Jacob walking from the passenger side of, of the vehicle around the front of the vehicle. There was an officer behind him. You can't really tell what the officer is saying, but he has his gun drawn. And uh, Jacob then opens their, or walks around the front of the car proceeds to attempt to get in the front seat of his car and the officer decides to shoot his firearm uh, seven, eight times uh, into into Jacob Blake. Um, the witness on there is is uh, screaming as the female that's just hysterical screaming, rightfully so, because it's, I mean, watching somebody get shot right in front of you. And uh, Jacob was, was obviously taken to the hospital. Um, it's a miracle that he wasn't murdered and didn't perish in the incident, um, but it's reported that he apparently is paralyzed from the waist yeah. down, uh, potentially for life, unknown if, if that if it's something that he could possibly recover from, but he's in obviously grave circumstances and uh, right now. There hasn't been, I haven't heard anything conclusive saying if there was a weapon or something on Jacob if there was a weapon in the car or not, but it just it just is very shocking to watch the entire incident happen, and it just leaves you with with so many questions. 
about what, why, why was he shot? Why was the need for him to be shot? It doesn't, he didn't make any threatening uh, actions towards these officers. Uh, I can't, you can't hear any audio in, in terms of what's being said by him or the officers, but I don't see anything that justifies based on what I saw in the one video, uh, the response to shoot him in the, in shoot him at point blank range in the, in the back as he's entering a vehicle and everything. Um, what I did find out was that because of Wisconsin law, that any officer involved shooting there cannot be investigated by the uh, agency in which the officer is employed at. So well, that sorry. kind of does explain was that? I said that's that's potentially good. Yeah. That, yeah. No, that that is something that is uh, interesting, and it is something that is not done by very many departments, but it is a is a really good progressive thing from how I perceive it. But I guess can the I, maybe. Can I? Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. Ahead. Can I just ask a real quick question because that's new information to me, and I, I I think it's important. Do you know Stitch whether it's like the county or someone from the capital that comes in or the feds or? From my, from my understanding, from what I, I I read, it's either it's either a different agency. Would, now I don't know if that means like if it's a county agency or if it's overlooked by a state agency or if it's a different uh, municipality or a different like a neighboring town that would look into it. Obviously, the the um, criticism when you're you're in doing a, your own internal affairs investigation is that yeah you're investigating your own people, and that l leaves the perception of yeah, this could be biased and uh, not not appropriately um, looked into. So yep. that all the I guess the negative side for that is is that I've heard any statements or anything describing what it is that is being claimed that the officer's uh, his justifications for his actions were. If it were maybe more of an internal investigation, the chief could say. This is where we stand with the investigation. He is being, we're looking into charges or we're doing this or we're doing that. But since a, a different agency is now in charge of the entire incident, essentially the Kenosha um, Police Department has no say or no knowledge about what is being found out in the investigation, which um, is an interesting sort of turn of events because that's something that we're not really used to as a, as a general society public in terms of these uh officer involved shooting yeah mm. it was, uh, on us oh shit can you guys hear me yeah yeah, yeah. you can that's fucking mm -hmm. there you we, go. we can yeah okay um yeah i watched the video and i i was fucking baffled on why an officer that had his hands on an unarmed person didn't just pull him away from the car yeah. if, if the point was not to get him in the car why wouldn't you just physically restrain him? I mean, he had his—he was literally tearing his shirt when he could have just grabbed him by the shoulder and pulled him back out of the car and then physically detained him. They could have physically detained him as he was walking around the car. I don't understand yeah, the whole point of, like, you, you have your gun on him. There was at least, well, there's like four or five officers. There was a squad there, an entire squad mm -hmm. there. And they let, him, they let him walk around his car with guns trained on him. And he's unarmed. He's not showing any sort of aggression that I saw. And unless there's something that happened on the other side of the car that we didn't see prior to the video being shown. Hmm. But at that point, it's like five of you fucking couldn't take this guy down. Five of you couldn't physically <laughs> restrain this guy. And so you, you had your hands on the guy. You're pulling on him. And then you decide, fuck it, I'm just going to shoot this dude in the back multiple times. That doesn't make any fucking sense to me. And I've already seen people trying to 
you know, call this guy a thug, say that, you know, he had a warrant for his arrest, say that he was, the police were called on him um, because uh, he apparently took somebody's keys and then uh, he was going to be charged with third degree sexual assault, which is basically just like touching somebody inappropriately. And I'm just like an adult, not a fucking kid or anything like that, an adult. Uh, like a booty grab? Yeah, like none of that shit's adding up to me. None of that is worth, you know, shooting somebody in, in the back for, or shooting somebody in general for. I don't understand why people keep trying to devalue human life to this level. Like, this guy didn't kill anybody. He didn't rape any, anybody. None of that shit happened. Like, I, I don't see why police officers are escalating force like this. It seems ridiculous to me, and the fact that civilians are, that are out there today don't seem to understand the value of human life, and that they're just like, yeah, fuck this guy because he did something potentially that was wrong, even though he wasn't, there was, he, he was never put in front of a judge, he wasn't put in front of a jury, we don't know if the accusations were correct, you're just assuming that he's a thug because he's black, I guess? Like, I don't really fucking, the guy had no chance to possibly... Uh, defend himself in the court of law meanwhile the court of public appeals is already saying this guy is a thug in multiple news outlets and people you know out on the internet and it's just like this based upon uh, what like you need to justify this guy's death immediately because you don't want to take a look inside of yourself and realize that you're a fucking piece of shit if you think that somebody's life is not worth you know you think somebody's life is worth objects you know, just like property. It's not even like property. Like, in this instance, what property wasn't even fucking stolen. Maybe some keys. Possibly somebody's keys. It, 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 that's worth the human life for you. I hope your fucking kids are never in that situation where they might have stolen something and they get fucking shot. You know what I mean? Or they have a toy gun and they get shot. Or they're sleeping and they get fucking shot. You know, it's, I, don't, I don't understand why people don't see how this is a fucking serious problem today. And it keeps happening. And people keep wondering why, oh, well, when are the protests going to stop? This is really inconvenient for me. This is why it's not fucking stopping. In the middle of us having nationwide protests, worldwide protests, mm -hmm. we are still mm -hmm. seeing unarmed minorities killed in the street on video. And society is still making excuses for the police for this shit. It's not so going to stop until, this, until that shit stops. It's, it's going to escalate. Yeah, I want to interject really quick uh, two points about what Cronus just said. So the people that are accusing him in the court of public opinions, they literally call him a a criminal. Now, two things. One that's factual is that he's never been convicted. He hasn't been convicted of a crime that I have seen as of yet. So according to apparently public records just shows that has a warrant. You can literally have a warrant for... Not, not for a traffic court. ticket. Yeah. For not going to court for a traffic ticket. Does that make you a criminal? But apparently not, I guess. But apparently it makes this dude automatically a criminal because he has a warrant out. Granted, I understand what the warrant ensues. It is uh, upsetting and maybe disturbing. But this man was not convicted of a crime. He just had a warrant out. And people were saying that he's a criminal. And we're going to talk about something probably later on obviously but this has prompted people to take up like the law in their own hands apparently yeah we'll, well, we'll get so into that we'll, we'll into that later but still one crazy thing we didn't mention that or maybe I, I missed it but like when when the guy was going back into his car 
he, he had three kids inside the fucking car, and so his kids got to watch their dad get shot in the back by police officers. And it's like, those, those kids are fucked up for, for life. Like, holy shit, can you imagine just being in the back? I, I think they, I can't remember the age of the kids, um, but could you imagine, like, you know, you're sitting in the back, there's police cars around, and your dad comes into the car, and all of a sudden you hear seven shots go off, and your dad's just laying there. Like, man, come on. Apparently, according it, to one of the videos, one of the little girl asked, "Why did the police shoot my daddy?" Damn. What? Even it? It doesn't even matter if he is a so-called criminal or not, or whatever. There's no justification for using deadly force in that situation. Um, I mean, it, it, he could have a warrant for God knows what. It doesn't matter. You, he, not a threat to you as an officer or to the general public in general. Now. If, if for some reason that like it, it, it aggravates me that people are playing these like mental gymnastics. Oh, well this, this, this will maybe blah, blah, blah. Like you have to deal with the facts that, that you have at hand. Obviously he was not a threat at any time when he was walking to the, to the vehicle because you let him go to the car. Now you're not, it, you're not, Technically, you should never let somebody go to their vehicle once they've been removed from the vehicle. That's that's a big safety no-no because you don't know what he is going to retrieve or whatever from the vehicle. But if that's the case, tackle him. Wrap him up. If you are so fearful that he might be going to go get a fucking gun, like, I don't know if you guys remember um, White Men Can't Jump when uh, mm -hmm. Homeboy gets embarrassed at the basketball game and he's just like, yo, I'm going to go grab my, 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 my piece and I'm going to shoot this motherfucker up. Or whatever. And <laughs> let's say he did say something crazy, crazy ridiculous. Like, if I'm the officer there, I'm, get it. I'm not going <laughs> to just be like, Duh. I'm gonna, I'm gonna let him get all the way and touch the car so I can just black. Like, no, you, you and your boys are there. You, it's not a one-on-one -on -one thing. Dog pile him and tackle him or whatever. Don't let him get to that vehicle. And if he gets to the vehicle and there's no like, what is what is the eminent threat that? that is there from him getting into the car. I mean, I've heard people say, oh, well, he had a knife on him. It could have been, a, I mean, that's after the fact. I didn't see no, him brandishing even, the knife. Then, having a knife to, to... Well, having a knife in general is not illegal. It's no. not illegal. Unless you got right, a fucking exactly. Rambo knife yeah. in California. But I mean, that's, I'm pretty sure in his state, you can have whatever fucking length, length knife that you want. It's not illegal to have a goddamn knife. Yes. Yeah. And I mean, even if, even if, let's say he had a knife in his hands and he's walking to his car and he just gets in his car and drives away, then okay, there's no, there's no reason to shoot him or whatever. You know who he is or whatever. He's got a knife and he's driving off. Can I say this too? Um, and I, I think you guys have all like laid it out quite well in terms of the, just the facts and what we see in the video. I'm glad it was recorded, of course, and I'm glad he's alive. But here's the thing too. When you shoot somebody in the back seven goddamn times, that is about as deliberate an attempt to kill you as you could possibly fucking get. Yeah. Like, th there's no accidents going on here. There's no, oops, I thought it was my fucking taser. This is, your ass is going, I'm trying to kill you right here, right now. Fuck your kids in the car. I'm trying to kill you. Dude, freaking. He pulled a Tupac in, in surviving. Well, 56 got, yeah. got shot nine times, so, and he survived that. Mm-hmm. But I, I just, I want to be real clear. Yeah, I agree with... Up. 
I agree with the whole. I agree with the whole tackling. I agree. You have two or three other guys there. Two or three other officers there. The other thing is, I, I heard. I don't know if this is factual yet, but I heard he uh, was trying to break up a fight between two other individuals. That's what I heard too. But I right. also heard a um, a nine one one call where they were calling nine one one on him for taking somebody's like like his ex girlfriend's keys. But then I also heard that he was out in front of his. Out in front of the place where he lived, barbecuing. So I'm like, how do you steal somebody's keys? And he's out inside barbecuing. So like, it doesn't, <laughs> you know, like, it doesn't. It's just yeah. like, you know what I mean? So it's a. Go ahead. I'm wondering if that person was drunk and that's why he took away the keys. That's all. That's like one thing I can think of. It's a barbecue. You know, somebody had too much to drink, so they take they took their keys away, and they're like, I'm gonna call the police on you and blah blah, and that just escalated things from here on. I mean, I'm just assuming. Yeah, I mean, that's the reason why I can't even say The guy could have been an asshole. I don't. I don't know. But taking yeah. somebody's keys. Don't deserve to die. I mean, that, that's I don't have some fucking crazy high moral standard. I've got no problem killing people, but it has to be justified. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. like, I'm not going to go around just killing people for no fucking reason. You know? Uh, yeah. And, and I will say from this, my too. Understanding, this department, oh, it, from my understanding, this department does not have body cameras on their officers, no. which mm. I think should be a national requirement from all all police agencies because if we did not have somebody with cell phone footage i mean this would just be what we wouldn't we wouldn't hear about it it wouldn't get any attention and it would just be one person's word versus another's yeah you know what's so crazy? it's, it's all, all well people that are against the whole body camera thing it works both ways like the, the body camera it keeps the civilian protected and it keeps the cop protected as well there was a story, I was actually watching a video, there was an officer, I forget what city it was, but basically, uh, he arrested some woman, who was very scantily clad, by the way, when she got arrested. She was drunk as fuck. She, you know, did a, failed, the D, failed the fucking field sobriety test, blew way over the limit, uh, got taken into custody, and then she said that she was... Wait, who she blew? Who did she blow? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, she alleged that she was raped. By the officer that arrested her, and she was physically assaulted mm. and raped multiple times and kidnapped, and mm. so the police officer released the body cam, and none of that shit fucking happened. So it's to protect yep. it's to protect both parties. You know what I mean? Yep. Cam cameras are good things. They yeah. they really they really are. Um, are we going to go into obviously Wisconsin is engulfed in protests. Some people would label it riots. Uh, some people play, would label it both, but that shit set off pretty much immediately. Mm -hmm. um, obviously, that's to, to no one's surprise, especially after uh, since the George Floyd uh, murder. We've had uh, really months of protests. Some of them haven't been covered as well, but the protests have been going on uh, uh, throughout the country and throughout the world. Yeah, um, so. But what, what was it? So who? I, I'm trying to separate fact from fiction. Yeah. When it comes to this, I guess he's a minor. I, I, supposedly, the seventeen-year-old will in the assault. Right? Is he a minor? Yeah, that's minor. Well, I mean, in that state. Yeah, technically. Yeah, I mean, you're seventeen. You're a minor. Yeah, you can still be tried as an adult. But if we're going by just black and white, seventeen is a minor. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Dep okay. Yeah, but, depends. On uh, yeah, depends on your ethnic group. Yeah, it does. It really does. Yes, facts. those facts. You can be seven Damn. and get child as an adult, and we've seen that happen. Multiple yeah, times. those are facts. Oh, so, I'm sorry. So set it up. 
if, if someone has like the, the true breakdown of yeah, it. So I, this is the problem with the breakdown is that I didn't see the beginning. Uh, so when, so basically there was a guy, the 17 year old, he, he went from, he didn't live in Wisconsin in, in that city. He went there with an AR-15, I guess looking for trouble because I don't know why you would go to someone that's protesting to be an anti-protester to, with a mm. firearm. Like it doesn't make any goddamn sense to me. Logically. Like, mm -hmm. You can you can do Blue Lives Matter somewhere else, you know what I mean? <laughs> Probably not go there with a gun and talk about it. Um, anyway, the problem with me is that I, I don't see what happened in the beginning. What I do see is he's getting chased. But what I'm assuming is that he shot somebody before he got chased. Yeah, because you in the video you hear people saying he shot somebody, he shot somebody, yes. and then you have one guy who's running up from behind him and kind of sucker punch him. Not sucker punch him, but. He does yeah, he punch him in the back of the head. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but I mean, he's trying. I mean, he just shot somebody. Shot him. Yeah. You know, and the the cops weren't doing shit, and we'll get into that in a minute. Um, but mm. yeah, so anyway, apparently, from what I understand, he shot somebody before this happened, before the video started, and he gets he's getting chased down by uh, this skater with a skateboard. He gets hit by a skateboard, and then this guy shoots two other people. You know, so he, he killed two people. And the reason why I say I don't know, because like when the video first starts, I know somebody got somebody got shot in the face and died on the scene mm -hmm. and that is not in the video so that's why i'm assuming that's what led up to this like where the video started so i, yeah. I can only assume that um so yeah he shoots two other people fires multiple shots everybody's fucking clearing out there's literally cops half a block away from them they had to have heard shots fired it's fucking impossible not to unless they're pumping music in their fucking cop cars which i don't think is even possible right stitch <laughs> <laughs> you know I mean, I don't know why right? you would. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so there. Uh, so he gets away from the scene. He, he walks towards a cop car with his hands up and. With an AK or AR around AR his neck. On him. Obviously, there's shots. And they're, they're responding to shots fired. Yes. Two, three, I'm sorry, three fucking SWAT vehicles pass this guy up as he's walking towards another cop car. None of them stop him on a call for well, shots they, they, fired. They even they even get on their PA system and it's like, hey, did somebody get injured over here? And the guy's like, yeah, they're over there. It's like, yeah, the guys that mm -hmm. I shot. Yeah, <laughs> they're, they're definitely Jesus injured because I shot them. So anyway, oh, his hands are up. You know, he's walking past the cars, and I think at one point he realizes, holy shit, they're not arresting me. And so he walks up to the cop, to the actual like the squad car, walks up to them, says something to them in the window with his hands up, and then just fucking walks away. Just walks away. Oh, this is fucking amazing mm -hmm. to me. How the fuck? Do we have conversations about what a you know a minority can I cannot do around the police? Meanwhile, this dude literally just killed two people, injured another, and walks away from the scene directly in front of the police officers, and they don't stop him. Listen, if, if you're if you're coming onto the scene for shots, I'm just I'll tell you this as a marine. If somebody's telling me, listen, somebody just got shot over there. Uh, well, first of all, anybody with a fucking firearm is probably gonna get shot the fuck up. <laughs> or as a marine that's just yeah exactly. that's wartime shit but if you're a police officer i would assume that if somebody says shots fired anybody with a firearm in the in the vicinity is getting detained at minimum if not fucking, yeah. that's at minimum is getting detained mm -hmm. everybody get the fuck on the ground until we sort this shit out None aggressively happen. No, no, nobody got out of the fucking car yeah. they didn't question the guy nothing it's, well, it's mind-blowing I mean, uh, to go Oh, sorry. They they did question him if somebody was hurt, but that was it. They just... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, no, they didn't get out. If somebody hurt, uh, yeah, the ones that are hurt, uh, they're hurt. They're still hurt. They're still shot. Yeah. 
other than that, he's able to keep, and he keeps walking with his hands up, like literally, because there's, if you watch the video, it's literally a police barricade, and yeah. barricade opens to let the SWAT vehicles in, and he goes, he talks to them, he talks to almost everyone that's coming through, and the people that are in his direct vicinity, and then he keeps going, and the person that's filming that has the camera is still video recording this, so you see all this happen. So, yeah. Oh, who was the who was the poor kid that got shot with a toy gun? I forget the kid's name. Oh, uh, Tamir Rice. Tamir Rice. Okay, I, I, I was that's what I had in my mind. I, I just can't remember if it was the right name or not. Tamir Rice got shot by the police with a fake gun. They didn't even talk to yep. him. Didn't even mm -mm. talk to him. Meanwhile, he was on they, a swing. He was on a swing. Yeah, at a playground. Meanwhile, they a playground. Meanwhile, they 100% knew that there were shot shots fired at this place. And there's a guy mm -hmm. with a firearm that, guess what, shoots bullets. And they just let him go. Man, like, what the fuck? Bullets. Yeah, that doesn't make any fucking sense. Go ahead, Stitch. The kid, the kid, well, at the beginning part of the story, the kid traveled from out of state. Yeah. He's from Illinois. So not only did he fucking go to this thing, he traveled from what I was, I guess, reading 45 minutes uh, to, to defend this city in this state that he does not fucking live in. You're not fucking uh, bad man. Un, 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 un believable or whatever. Him even possessing that gun in that state is is a is a uh, is illegal because he's a minor and minors can't have assault rifles in um, Wisconsin. So him even going there with that rifle is is fucking wrong or whatever <laughs> from, from that from that aspect of it. So then you get to that part to the. Um, to the actual crime that takes place. And I've seen spattering videos showing somebody getting, I guess the guy who got shot in the head, I've, I've seen some stuff, but I don't know how legit that is. So I don't want to give comments on it if that, if it is what it is. But um, regardless, you have an active shooter. Do you not? Mm -hmm. I mean, you're, yeah. it's, a, it's an active fucking shooter situation in terms of you're literally a block away. There is rifle rounds going off now. Kronos is, I know for sure, has heard the difference between a rifle and a handgun. Yeah. And those sounds are are vastly different or whatever. <laughs> you can you can have ear protection on and that shit rings way different. Yeah, that that's not fireworks, that's not like pop rocks, firecrackers, or anything like that. Those are rifle rounds that you you are hearing. And it looks like they are a block away, maybe a block and a half away from where th this takes place. Like the video is maybe like two minutes long. And they're facing that direction. They're literally mm -hmm. facing the direction. So I'm like, they can see what's going on. <laughs> and so, if you have an active shooter, and it, it just blows my mind. And like, I get it. Just it just kills me because I I sort of when I see these videos, I try to put myself in position and be like, all right, how would I handle this situation? And if I was at an active shooter, and this is some of the things I've always preached about why I think like. Open carry leads to problems, especially during like active shooter situations. Is you don't know who is the good guy and who is the bad guy. But regardless, I have my gun out and I'm not letting you approach me, especially yeah. if you have a rifle or a gun in your hand. Like I'm not you like you're not walking you're not walking towards me. It's my gun's out, it's pointed at you. I have a I have a if you're the good guy, then whatever. We'll talk it over, and I determine you aren't the threat. But you're going to stop where the fuck you're at. You're not <laughs> going to touch your rifle, and we're going to figure shit out. But don't walk up towards me. Don't even don't don't adjust your sling 
or whatever and, and try to manipulate your rifle because you can come especially if you're in a car how are you going to unholster and do your three-step mechanism to get your your firearm out while you're seated in your car while this guy has a rifle or, or like over his shoulder where he can just be up from from low ready to to aim in the shoot in a half a second meanwhile you're just sitting in the car chilling and you're at a point of disadvantage where this guy can have has a assault rifle that could possibly just turn you into fucking swiss cheese and then as it progresses on, he's just walking closer and closer. This is saying, he shot somebody. He shot somebody. Yeah. Yo, he just shot somebody. Well, it's like they're they're not even they're not even listening to, to what it is thinking, that's going around them. So they're they're probably, they're probably thinking the situational look, awareness look is thugs, fucked. Look at these thugs saying this kid killed somebody. <laughs> look at these thugs. Pretty much. <laughs> Pretty fucking so much, man. Their, their whole so situation. I know, I'm just saying, I, I remember, like, in previous, when we talked about teachers having guns, and if there's an active shooter, and you're, you're saying that that's stupid for teachers to have guns, because when a cop shows up on the scene, they don't know who's what, and so, like, having a teacher with a gun just makes the situation worse. So by this, it who it is. If yeah. you got a gun, you're the, you're the threat at that point in yeah, time. Exactly. I don't know if you're good or bad, I'll figure it out later, but I gotta get that gun away from you, and then we'll have a conversation, or whatever, so... But I didn't and I'm gonna do. It. And this is gonna. This is all going to happen while my gun is pointed at you. Yeah. So that's that's you're gonna. Be, it's gonna be a stressful situation. But then they're asking him questions. He's he's like touching the police vehicle while he's holding this fucking rifle in his hand or whatever, like having conversations with him. Like yeah, that way. And he just fucking walks off into the sunset. So look, I cannot. Look, I cannot wrap my brain around this. Let me just say, and I I appreciate the frustration. We've talked about it a bunch of times on this show. To me, basically what he did was suicide by cop, but no suicide by cop happened. Yeah. If you're an active shooter and you got that, people are saying you are a shooter. It, you're in an active shooter shooting situation, and you have a firearm on you when you're walking towards officers. That's about as close to I would like to be suicided by a cop as you could possibly fucking get. Yeah, this... this this kid uh, had the right complexion. Let, let, I mean, just call it what it is. And I, I think he has been charged now, I believe, if the internet yeah, is correct. Today, I believe. But yeah, holy he got arrested fuck. in Illinois. He made it back home, and then he got arrested. Holy shit. Yeah, what's and, and you didn't have to go looking for... I, I'm sorry, just to go back to this. Sure. You did not have to go look. Where's your fucking mama at? You're, you're, a, you're a high school kid. You're 17. Where's your father? Where, where's your uncle? Where are your guardians to allow you to cross state lines in premeditated ruckus and then a, a possible murder? Yeah, I mean, honestly, like this is like the perfect example of racism in America. This is the perfect. So if y'all want to sit out there and think that America's still not racist, look at this, just this single scenario and really think about it. If you think it's still not racist, then you have a lot of growing up to do. Like, mm. seriously. And what, on what fucking planet can somebody literally kill people and then walk away? <laughs> if he was, yeah. if, if he was black or Mexican, any, any kind of minority, there would be no fucking way that there would be shots fired and the person just walked away. Holding the fucking yeah. weapon that he used to kill people. Like it's not it's not hard to put two and two together. These must be the dumbest motherfuckers on the planet to let him do this. You know, and you, I, 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 
I, I can almost guarantee you, probably nobody's gonna get fired over this shit. Probably mm-hmm. nobody. Because to because you to have me, it's it's four cars full of fucking dumbasses that should not be in law enforcement. Four Period. cars full of dumbasses. I didn't even know Kenosha existed, so I don't know what their budget is or 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 how much money they had. They, but they had all the toys. They had all the toys to have a fucking armadillo, all this SWAT shit, and all these officers lined up, geared the fuck up like they're in Call of Duty. None of that shit matters if you're too stupid to fucking recognize what the threat is well, or the situation. Whatever. This is, is when we come back to you know to redis- redistribute redistributing the police budgets. I'm not going to call it defund mm-hmm. the police anymore because that's a terrible phrase to use. It needs to be re- redistributing police funds because mm-hmm. there was three APCs on site. What were they doing? Nothing. What What did they stop? Did they <clears throat> like? They didn't do shit because they gave them all these fucking toys. They have no idea how to fucking use. They just paraded them off. That, that's literally what they did. A parade past this guy. A parade. Yeah. Like, Dude, I, the... I just I just rewatched the video right now, and there was actually four SWAT car SWAT cars that drove by him. Was and SWAT cars, these are fucking these are big ass fucking vehicles, Armor and he's driving them by him. But when he's walking towards the cops, he has his hand on the on the butt of the gun, <laughs> and he's walking towards the cops. Like it's he probably puts his hands up for like three seconds before he puts it back down, puts his hand back on the butt of the gun. And it's like, are you fucking serious? This guy's walking to you with a, a loaded weapon, and, and nothing happened. Like, Nothing happened to him other than him walking by and walking to the sunset, like Stitch said. Like nothing fucking happened to this dude at the time. Like, did he did he even get arrested on the scene, or did they go to his no, house? No, and he, gone he, and went home. <laughs> he went Jesus. home. He probably he probably made a bowl of fucking cereal, Lucky Charms. Yeah, he was, he was good to go. Played a little Call of Duty. Yeah, yeah he's, you know. probably on, he's probably on Call of Duty boats, and I just killed a couple darkies today. For pretty much. Well, actually, no, he he killed. He actually it's. The, Crazy part is, I know at least the person that was killed was white. Yeah. So, yeah, it was just like okay. They just don't. I mean, they don't see the. the they don't see us at, on the same level of threat as you know a Caucasian male, and it's a problem because. And don't get me wrong, I'm not going to make excuses for, you know, any sort of, of black violence, but I, I I can only think off the top of my head, literally one African descent mass shooter in America. One, mm-hmm. literally yeah. one. And it was DC right? Yeah, that was it. Meanwhile, we have. Which mean, one? Meanwhile, America's taught to be afraid of black people, of black men especially, and it's just yeah. like the numbers do not support <laughs> the policing that that are being done, again, especially when it comes to violent crime. Um, when you talk about criminals, uh, most criminals are nonviolent criminals. If you look up all the statistics, people that are in jail. The vast majority are in jail for fucking minor drug crimes. The vast majority, yep. or for having a suspended license. Because, because <laughs> think about it like this: you you had a protester who was armed with a skateboard have more courage to take on somebody with an assault rifle Jesus than Christ. you had a police officer yeah. go after somebody uh, unarmed. Yeah, who was who was scared to go hands on? That's fucking embarrassing. That's that is that's, embarrassing. It, it, it's sad, and like I said, I I call out how I see it, and that's that's how I. I mean, well, you, sometimes I I think the cops have it in the right. Sometimes I think the the person who was a victim had the right. I I, I don't see how you can see it any other way unless you are doing mental gymnastics. Well, well if you go ahead. Well, <laughs> well if you um, listen to some of the I'm a right fucking some yeah Fox News. There's an anchor on there had basically said that 
this guy was doing what the police should have done or something like that. And Whoa. It's fucking heartbreaking for, for something like that. Like, uh, I posted in the chat, and basically they talk about how uh, how Blake was a thug, and this guy, this kid was a patriot. And it's like, are you fucking serious, dude? Like, your your view on the world is fucking twisted as fuck if you, if you think that. And there's people in, because in, in this was a Twitter post, and there's people that, that agree with what the dude said, and it's like, Wow, if you uh, people are fucked up right now. Like it's insane. Like how people can think that. I don't think it's right now. I think it's been it's been that way. It's just that now through social media, we're able to see it more prevalent. There's people out there videotaping and, and Facebook and Snapchat and Instagramming it all over the place. So we're able to see what people have really been able to hide this whole time for like literally decades. I mean, it, it even goes beyond that though. I mean, listen, if, if you honestly policed, I've said this multiple times before, but if, if you policed an affluent, mostly Caucasian neighborhood, the same way they policed the ghetto, you would see fucking police reform immediately. Because guess oh, yeah. what? You would catch the same amount of fucking crimes. Actually, it might even be more so because people are comfortable with where they live. They can do drugs all the fuck they want. And nobody's gonna fucking come knocking on their door. Nobody's fucking pulling them over asking what the fuck is in their car. You know, these are all crimes. Everybody commits fucking crimes. Everybody yep. does. You, if you drive a car, you commit a crime. You almost It's literally impossible to drive more than 10 minutes and commit literally zero traffic infractions. It's literally impossible. So, they people don't really seem to understand that it's where they happen to police is where you get criminals and what you are actually enforcing. You know what I mean? And they just, they just don't get it. Like, if you listen to this podcast and you're... Uh, and you're of European descent, and you go to a mostly, you know, European descent school, um, how many kids do you know, or even just growing up, when you're growing up, how many kids do you know that, that, that did drugs? Mm. Seriously. It's yeah. probably no less than me. I, I, yeah. I, I went to a very diverse school. It had me more than half the people that you knew. Way more yep. than half. Yep. Like, I would say probably the majority of the people that you knew at least had a fucking beer. You know, before mm -hmm. they were 21. Least, most of them probably at least had cannabis. Some of them did some more, more crazy shit. Guess what? Shit. If you're an affluent I bet you they're not fucking policing for that kind of shit. They're not policing that area at all. And it's also at areas that have a small... Um, they have vastly reduced the police budgets. It's the problem that I have with stupid motherfuckers. I understand police budgets. If you look at the police budget for Baltimore, it's like three fucking billion dollars for one goddamn city. You think it's three yep. billion dollars in Blackhawk? No. No, no, it's nowhere near that. If, if, if Blackhawk even had a fucking SWAT team, I'd be fucking surprised. Yeah, for for those for those outside of the Bay Area and even some in this Bay Area, Blackhawk is about as affluent as you can get in the East Bay. So you know, substitute that for like uh, Connecticut or um, you know any super ritzy neighborhood like the one that in, in the Boondocks or yeah, something. Yeah, like maybe I guess Manhattan. I guess you know where Manhattan is, right? I mean, yeah, even Manhattan. <laughs> Manhattan is still in New York, which isn't a great place. I guess. This, yeah. Just imagine the richest place you can think of. Like Beverly Hills. Mm -hmm. Think of Beverly Hills. Yeah, mm -hmm. Beverly Hills. So thing. have you all seen the Beverly Hills fucking police department? No. It literally looks like a fucking college. It's like a giant three-story. I've, I've, been, I've been by there. I haven't been inside, but I've driven by there a few times. It is a giant. It looks like a giant, like literally a castle. It's like yeah. three stories. It's structured like a fucking castle. It's the largest police department i've ever seen in my life the gotcha. only one that comes close is maybe santa clara 
maybe, but like literally, I want to say Beverly Hills the Police Department can probably fit three police departments in that one building. But, oh, I, but I can guarantee you the amount of crimes that they're catching, negligent. I can guarantee you they probably don't have a very large... If, if they have a SWAT team, I'd be surprised. They probably rely on another district's SWAT team. Um, they probably don't have an APC. They probably don't have fucking, you know, a lot a lot of shit that you would assume. The, the building that you're looking at is just showing just, like, what's expected for the area. Yep. But there, it's... I can almost guarantee you their budget is nowhere near, like, the East L.A., you know, police department's budget. Nowhere near that. Agreed. But here's here's a picture of uh of the oh, Beverly Hills oh, yeah. Police Department. It, it looks awesome. Yeah, yeah. Look at that thing. Yeah, it's fucking yeah, huge, yeah. man. Yeah, it I, looks. I, it's fucking huge. And I tell you what, though, Beverly Hills High got all kinds of coke. I tell you what, you can't <laughs> throw a fucking spitball without hitting a cokehead at Beverly Hills High. I guarantee it. You know, you know what's funny? If you if you take what Trump said about COVID testing, that the reason why we're getting more cases of COVID is because we're doing more testing. Same thing if you think about it with the police. If you if you have more police out there arresting people, you're gonna get more criminals, basically. Mm. Ski ski, goddamn! I think we covered this pretty well. What do y'all think? Any oh, final? Oh, yep. here, here you go. Here's the the revenue for the general fund from for Beverly Hills Police Department. Guess how much money they're spending? Hmm. Mm-hmm. Thirty million, two hundred million. It's two hundred sixty-five million. Ooh, damn. And that's like way less. If you look at like other areas, it's way. Actually, that's just revenue. Oh, I gotta look at the actual fucking where they're getting how much act, how much it actually costs to run the city. It's a smallish Dude, city. Any, yeah, it's anybody, not even that big of a city. Anybody on my Facebook timeline? Anybody who's saying that the whole. Uh, Blake was a thug and Kyle is a, is a patriot. They're getting fucking deleted from my, my timeline. Family and cousin, blood. I can know you for 20, 30 decades. Nah, nah, ain't, you ain't family anymore. You you off my Facebook. I don't need that kind of ne- negativity in my life. Damn. Yeah, man. In, in Beverly Hills, they're looking to find savings in their budget. <laughs> like, they, there's damn. stories on finding savings in their budget. Like, this, this is fucking mm. hilarious. Okay. Yeah, it, it, yeah it's, it's insane to me. Holy fucking shit, y'all! Um, where do you where do you want to go from go from here? Because I mean, it, it's not that I'm trying to switch gears, but because I know that this is important. Um, but there's so much there's so much going on. I mean, we haven't even mentioned just to, to quickly grab the wheel. I haven't even mentioned California's on fucking fire still. Okay. Mm-hmm. Today's like the first day in like days we were able to like actually go outside and breathe like actual non-smoke air, which is ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, so if you guys so kind of kind of rolling with that, if, if you didn't know, last week, last two, like two weekends ago, we had a serious thunderstorm. There was over thir- eleven thousand lightning strikes that happened, and it was it was a beautiful show. Like, don't get me wrong, like seeing lightning and stuff that that shit was epic. But uh, yeah, we're playing a price. I think right now California has what was it six hundred, three hundred, three hundred sixty-five fires going on right now in California alone, and one of them that's burning near us. Is literally the size. I think it, they said it's the size of Rhode Island. Sorry, can I let me just run for a minute? I, I want to talk about yeah, that sure. too. So I was looking at the city of Beverly Hills, like their actual budget. What the number that I told you was for the whole city. That was their entire budget, and out of their entire budget, they spend uh, less than eighty million dollars on the police budget. 
less Jesus. than eighty million dollars. And it's Beverly Hills. Mm-hmm. Right. So just think about let let that fucking sink in. And they're just mm-hmm. fine. They're safe as fuck. Yep. With all their cokeheads in their neighborhoods. <laughs> you can bet that there is a family in Beverly Hills that lets their underage kids drink at the house and have their friends come over. Mm-hmm. Plenty of them actually. Yeah. So anyway, oh boy. back to the, the uh storms. Supposedly I guess it's the second and third largest fires in the state history and they're going on at the same time i don't i don't know what the first one was i don't know if that was the butte fire that happened like last year i think it was one last um yeah okay so that might have been the first one but we got number two and three happening at the same place i mean at the same time or whatever in the in the state which is is crazy so the seu one the one that's burning in santa cruz area that one is the second largest but the one that that i just talked about is actually it it, it surpassed that it's now number one. God damn. As of today. Yeah, and Which I. Is... Well, and President Trump came on and said that you know he had, he's had the idea for a while to just clean up the clean up the floor. And well, that's how you that's how you fix it. You just you just sweep the floors and, and rake it up. So okay, first of all, what research what research have you done on the impact of raking up every single square mile of California forest floors? What would have what impact that would have? on the floor and fauna of the area. Fucking zero. Why? Because you're a goddamn moron. Second of all, mm. uh, it's literally millions upon millions of square miles. So it's fe- it's it's not even fucking feasible. Not even feasible to do it. Second of all, a lightning strike is 50,000 degrees Fahrenheit. Lightning, <laughs> a single lightning strike, okay? I don't give a shit. It, unless you're literally fucking water... If a lightning, if a if a, a lightning strike hits hits something, it's probably gonna fucking catch on fire because it's hot, it's hotter than the fucking surface of the sun. Like, what the fuck are you even talking about? He doesn't understand how basic science works, and people that talk about how we have fires all the time here in California, they don't really seem to understand. Listen, that's like me complaining about people in the South getting fucking hurricanes. It's mm. like, yeah, you get hurricanes. Like, I understand that's it's a that's how nature is. You're gonna get hurricanes. And, you know, if I prayed, I would pray to people in the South right now because they're, you know, they're going to get hit by two hurricanes in a fucking row. But people, you know, outside of California, they don't, they don't seem to understand that most of California used to be a desert, okay? Mm-hmm. And we don't get that much water, usually, for most of California. Not all, most of California. Yep. So we, we usually uh, have to rely on El Nino, for rainfall, for the vast majority of over rainfall, and then also outside water sources. But the outside water sources are uh, insignificant when it comes to uh, the dry seasons, because obviously we're not going to fucking water the forest with you know mm-hmm. water from the from fucking Colorado. It's for drinking water. Um, so yeah, I mean, uh, until he really has, or anybody that listens to this, until you have a strong grasp of weather patterns, just shut the fuck up. You know, just mm-hmm. shut up. You know. Yeah, it happens. You know, pretty much every year, but it's that's the way that's the way it works here in California. Or here's the other thing too, and I, I completely agree with where you're coming from, Kronos. Cal Fire actually does some in-depth scientific analysis, you know, and makes recommendations. Um, you could open up the bank on some federal funds. We're the largest state in the union in terms of uh, population. You know, you could open up the bank and, yeah, provide some additional federal funds for 
some of Cal Fire's recommendations for uh, fire prevention long term. But you don't want to do that. Well, I'm actually glad you said that because a lot of these fires, they're started in federal federally run national parks. True. True. So when President Trump talks about let's clean up the floors, it's like, why don't you talk to the fucking these are federally owned land. So why Mm -hmm. aren't you using your power as the president or, you know, and, and start actually researching into how you can fix this? Instead, no, you decide to shit on local governments because you're not a goddamn leader because you don't know how to actually fucking lead. Because he so kind of rolling back, that he's in charge of that shit. Rolling back on what I said, so it isn't it isn't the first the no, first the, the number one largest fire is still number two. Uh, since it's like the the Napa fire that we had last year is yeah. number is number one that, and, by by a by, by I mean you, like that, that, that much. Was caused by <laughs> yeah. You, for him that you would read, we've all we've. It's a broken record. We've talked about it before. He doesn't believe in science. And he's expected, like, I mean, when you don't believe in science, this is what you, you have when you spew off just completely ignorant fucking suggestions or whatever. I think Kronos put out the thing about why don't we just aim all fans at the fucking hurricane yeah. and, <laughs> and push it in a different direction. Or we shoot a missile into the fucking into it and what? blow it up or whatever. This oh, is yeah. Yeah. This is nuke the hurricane. This is what happens when you have a narcissist in charge of shit. They don't listen to anybody's opinion except their own, no matter how wrong that they believe. I mean, no matter how wrong it is obvious that they are. I mean, it's, like this is the situation that, that we're in. I kind of wanted to break, sorry, kind of to rewind the tape a little bit. Getting back to the cow kid, I felt like if you go into his room, you're going to see a bunch of Trump 2020 posters and stuff like that. Because Trump did talk about a lot, like, you know, we need to be harder and we need to kill these these protesters and stuff like that. So I really feel that this kid probably was influenced by stuff that Trump said. I mean, that, that does remind but, you know, me. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad you said that because that reminded me. Um, and I, I wanted to make this point before the cast or whatever to remember, but thank you for reminding me. You literally had a couple from St. Louis who became infamous by pointing their gun at protesters on outside of their house, not even on their property, but pointed guns, the, the couple of them, with their fingers on the trigger, just at people protesting. And then months later, now you have somebody compelled to, I'm sorry, to go back. You had those people speaking now at the Republican National Convention in front of millions of people as some sort of heroes and, and some something to be looked up to for what it is that they did, which they were arrested for, they were charged with in terms of brandishing a weapon at, at protesters, and you're praising them. And then you wonder why months later you have somebody taking it as a step further by going out and being proactive about protecting the land or, or co- being armed and, and attacking protesters. This is the bed that you made. Mm. Well said. God damn, man. We, I, I'm, just, I'm so proud of this fucking cast. I'm just Go ahead. Tar- <laughs> I, I think most of us are just, we're just tired of, of seeing this shit. You know, and, and it keeps getting, I, I, America as a whole is so fucking stubborn on just even acknowledging the past and the current like people say you know slavery was such a long time ago but also they don't recognize all the other things that happened between slavery 
and the civil rights movement and all the shit that happens in the civil rights movement until today and they still keep going on and they keep putting their head in the sand and not even willing to understand exactly the pain that people are going through seeing somebody that looks like them get, getting shot it's on a it's on almost like a like a two week basis at this point where somebody's yep. being mm-hmm. either shot or you know horribly injured or something like that at the hands of the police all right and they're minorities and it happens to people that are you know european american as well which adds on to that so when somebody says that oh well white people get fucking you know shot too by the police it's like okay that makes it worse like how the fuck does that make it better like i don't understand like your whole point here that's more people yeah i'm just i'm gonna speak for all black people we don't actually want innocent white folks just no. shot by unarmed yeah. white folks shot by the police either yeah. like that that's that's yeah. not something we cheer on or are hopeful about that's not our that's not on our fucking wish list you know yeah, what I, mean? I mean we did we briefly talk about the uh the was it louisiana the gamer the guy who came out he was gaming because his neighbors called said oh, like yeah uh, yeah, we talked about that dude got shot by cops, and he complied with what they said. He had a weapon because he thought someone broke in. They told mm-hmm. him to drop the weapon, and he did. And then they shot him. God damn! I was yeah, like, wait, oh yeah, how did you? Just, I don't think I don't know he, if he dropped the gun, but it was just like it was it was fucked up because you come bang on somebody's door, and if they don't know who the fuck you are, like. He's not shooting at you. Like, honestly, mm-hmm. like, I watched the video, and he was just like, what the fuck is going on here? Why is there so many cops here? And then he didn't point the gun at anybody. He was, like, the only, it was down. Damn. And then all of a sudden, mm-hmm. they just, they just shot him. And I was just like, what the fuck? And, and in San Jose, did you guys see the San Jose one? Mm-mm. No, I didn't hear about the San Jose. Oh, my God. God. So, apparently, there's this couple in San Jose. It was somebody's birthday, and they went, you know, to a hotel, got drunk. And they were play- they were playing loud music, and so they got a complaint for loud music at in a hotel. Bunch of cops showed up for loud music. I'm just like, why is there more than one? Oh, oh. it should like one, maybe two, you know, for like backup. But there was like like five, six cops showed up at at their door knocking on it, and they were like, okay, they're like, okay, we'll turn the music down, and then they were like, okay, well y'all gotta go, and it was they were like, what the fuck? And okay, we'll pack. So they're packing, and it's like and the officer said, "Y'all need to speed it up." And then I, this, mm. this is all on fucking uh, camera. And he's like, "Okay, get, get the get the riot gear." And I was just like, "What the f-? like?" They're literally what packing. The fuck? They're doing what the fuck you said, and they're packing. And then they, um, uh, what did they do? They pulled the chick out, and they tased her. Then they tased. Then they shot the guy with the fucking non-lethal round in the in the gut, and they tased God, him too. Damn. And it was just like, "What the fuck is going on here?" Like because wow. they weren't fast enough, you gonna do this shit, Stitch? You, you gotta watch the video and, and give me your thoughts. You haven't seen. I have to see. It. I, I, I haven't seen that one. I'm gonna have to check that one out. It was wow. Really this it, this almost sounds similar, even though is this kind of happened to me and my cousin. I mean, y'all been pulled over before, and like, oh, yeah. uh, y'all probably. I want to say. I want to. I'm gonna assume, or I should actually ask: Has has any of the cops that pulled you over? Called in for backup for whatever traffic violation that you've been you've been in. Because no. it's happened to me. Never. No. Yes, uh, yes, as a pedestrian, actually. But go ahead. As a pedestrian, but so, I mean, you do walk yeah. kind of weird, so. Uh, so <laughs> I'm like Ezra on the flash. <laughs> oh, that's all bad. So, uh, 
so Prodigy or Oathbreaker, that's happened to me also as a pedestrian, and it was actually excessive backup, if you ask me. And then it happened again when I was driving with my cousin. So they called for backup because he had expired plate. He had an expired tag. So literally they called they they waited for us to leave Jack in the Box, pulled us over, called in for backup, and they made us sit out of the car. And well, I was like, Well, I'm gonna eat and, my food while y'all. And you were in a sundown, sundown town, so uh, I'm talking about, I'm talking about. Bro, um, actually, yeah, possibly. Actually, you know what? With given its it history, is it's very, very possible because I've been stopped. In, I lived in the city, but I got stopped several times. But I got stopped by a helicopter. God on foot. damn! On oh, some GTA five shit. Yeah, so. No, no, what what happened? What happened was I was leaving the library on foot, walking back to my apartment. You can't be getting butts, Negro. Come on now, apparently we're not supposed to read. Yeah, I guess I can't. I can't read because the library just closed, and this is six o'clock. The library closed at six, so I started walking home at like six o five. I got stopped by because they made a V. They stopped me in a V section, so it was two black and whites, two like unmarked. Two SUVs and a helicopter while I was Holy on foot. Fuck. So, okay. What? You, wait, wait, um, wait, 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 let me come real quick. Good. There's no. I did. Uh, uh, Oda did talk, talking about the whole joke in the library. It made me think of that, that one joke where the there's a slave driving his master and he's coming up to a stop sign, but he didn't want his master to know that he could read, so he runs the stop sign and he ends up getting into a car accident. And when the police come, they're like, "Hey, how come you didn't stop?" You know what's hilarious is that uh, me and K-Mac were, were talking. She didn't know about Sundown Towns until, uh, the, last, until the last episode of uh, Love. Actually, I don't know what that is. Uh, we'll watch Lovecraft Country, but it's, it's a real thing. Basically, okay. if, if you're black and you lived in a, you're in a certain city, you cannot be seen uh, past sundown. And so she was okay. saying that when she watched, when she heard about the, the video of that kid killing those people, she was like, what are these sundown towns now? Mm. Like, Damn. Um, and I'll be honest with you on another note I've had very few um, I don't think any real like negative interactions with the police like at all mm-hmm. um, Blue can tell you uh, for some reason for like I had a streak of like being the fucking law enforcement whisperer for some reason, like where I would get out of tickets fucking left and right, and there was one time, remember that shit, Blue, when we were fucking speeding and shit on motorcycles? Yeah, on and motorcycles, got, yes. Yeah, literally, a, a cop saved us, literally saved us from uh, the sheriff's department. And what nice. I mean by saved us, he said, hey, I'll take care of this, y'all keep on going. And I was just like, mm. damn. Um, That's but, awesome. But me and Kayak were having a conversation about, you know, like, how do I interact with cops? I'm like, okay, listen, you know, when I deal with law enforcement, I don't give them, like, a crazy amount of, like, respect. Like, I'm, I, I'm not going to call you sir. I'm probably not going to call you officer. You know, I'll call you by your last name or whatever. But my whole thing when I interact with police officers, it's usually when I, when I get pulled over, is that I have a whole, like, strategy. My main strategy is I want you to forget who the fuck I am. I'm going to do, I'm going to push back my court date twice and then do trial declaration. And so when I do that, you probably forget who the fuck I am. And then you won't respond, and I will get my case dismissed in the interest of justice. 
what I see a lot of people fucking up on is that they get pulled over by the police and they start talking shit right away. I'm just like, why are you doing that? Like, what what is the point? Like, yeah. you're literally talking shit to somebody who's holding a firearm. Like, why are you going to try to agitate this person? I'm not saying fucking pressure yourself. I'm just saying don't talk shit to them. Like, just... I agree. Yeah, just do what they... Like, make the interaction as minimal as possible. You, your fight is not with them. If you want to fight the law, it's not with the police officer. It's it's really not. They're trying to enforce laws. And yeah, sometimes they fuck up and they try to go, like, way too far. Um, but you don't want to get into that situation at all. And I've never no. been into those sorts of situations because I'm always like, listen, say the least amount as possible. Get up, like, get back to your day. Deal with it in court. Because my problem is with the court. And I, I, yeah. I have a high chance of winning in the court. I don't have a high chance of me talking shit to a police officer. Nope. So that this might so, talk to anybody. So can we can we segue just a, a slight bit then? Um, I think it's a great opportunity to actually bring up something we talked touched upon last week a little bit, which was um, that ninety nine percent invisible episode about policing history when it comes to vehicles. Um, I think everybody on the cast has possibly heard the episode that I'm ta- referring to, right? Yeah. yeah Is that good. okay? I have. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Onisha, did you listen? Yeah, I listened to it just before the cast, actually. Great. It's only it's only like 30, 35 minutes or something. Um, it's 48 minutes, but okay. Jesus okay. Jesus. All right. <laughs> Goddamn, you specific. All right. Um, but in any event, uh, I, I wanted to really touch upon something that I found really surprising about it, which was this history of a reinterpretation of unreasonable search and seizure augmented for the via, uh, for the car era like basically it's from this history it sounds like and i need to read the book completely uh and i already ordered it on amazon or whatever but it sounds like cars changed the entire game of officer um discretion for searching someone's private property am, am i capturing that right or am i saying that in, yeah. in an inaccurate yeah. way no, you're saying yeah exactly. yeah Okay. Yeah, um, that, that, that's that's factual. Okay, and what I found fascinating is obviously you know someone who I'm not a constitutional scholar, you know, law scholar, or anything. I'm not a lawyer or anything like that. But just the whole thing of unreasonable search and seizure, and my basic knowledge of like how law and order and CSI shows work, where they need a warrant to go into your home, but for a v- if you're in your car. There are a myriad of ways in which an officer can obtain the correct path, I guess, to search your vehicle um, if he he or she feels it's warranted. But I'll let someone else explain it better. Go ahead. Uh, the, for a, I mean, it, it, it's a it's a really massive uh, thing to sort of break down in, a, I guess, a, a thirty or a thirty second, sixty second window or whatever. But yes, essentially, when the when the whole Fourth Amendment part of the Constitution was created for search seizure, uh, they didn't really have cars in mind. Mm-hmm. Um, it's mainly to say it's to protect you as a person from being seized by the government, which means being custody, or your home being searched from the government and having other people come into your house. When the cars came into the picture, essentially that changed the game because now you are in your own personal space, but it's a mobile space. So that's where things become a little bit, will become very, very gray. 
Um, depending on the situation, and I'll be very, very broad on it, um, but the, the podcast was really, really informative because they do touch on the history of the Constitution, how everything was changed. And um, it does progress into stuff that's going on with Berkeley that we touched upon in terms of the officers relinquishing their uh, traffic enforcement duties or, or responsibilities or having them taken away from them by the city council, which is an interesting proposition. Um, it, it for a, Just for a short layman's term, yeah, you're not supposed to have your vehicle searched unless there is probable cause that there is some sort of crime or criminal activity or something going on in that vehicle. And in order for that to be justified, the officer has to be able to give articulated, be able to articulate in written form what it is that made him feel compelled to go inside that vehicle and search that vehicle. That's not just like, oh, I had a, a, a spider sense tingling saying that blah, 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 I need to go in there, and et cetera. Those are the, the rules. Now, obviously, we know cops don't always follow the rules. I mean, we, we just talked for about an hour about some shit that <laughs> cops not following fucking rules or whatever. So I, when I say this stuff, I'm speaking in terms of like how general in it's supposed to be. You're going to obviously have rogue cops, you have rogue doctors, you have rogue teachers doing whatever the fuck it is that they want to do. So there are exceptions where people take the power that is invested to them by your government and they take it into their own hands and misuse that. Um, for people that do that, it's like, I, I ask why, like, why are you bending the rules to, to fuck somebody over on weed or whatever? Mm. It's one thing if you think that this person has a body in their trunk and you need to like, there's no way that you can prove it or whatever, but you know that there's a, there's a body in that trunk. Then that's a, that's a completely different circumstance. But where we are seeing and we're hearing these these incidents of, of officers uh, misusing their power and in, in violating this constitutional right or at least um, bending it, stretching it out to the extreme is over petty shit like minor drug violations. Luckily in California, and a lot of times the example always gets brought up with like weed and marijuana. Oh, I, I, I smell weed and stuff like that. And that's something that is sort of kind of like you're just taking the officer's word for it. Oh, I don't smell it. Okay, well, you, whatever. You're not giving me consent. I'm gonna get the dog out here, and then it becomes. It's like, why are we wasting a, a, a traffic stop that could be 20 minutes, and you're making it into an hour and a half? So you can have a dog come out of here just so you can arrest somebody on a on a dime bag full of weed. Like, what is? I can tell you. Why. What's the purpose? Do you want to know? It's money. It's well, all. It's it's literally money. This is the problem that I have with the way that we police in America. In the vast majority of police departments, is that if if you arrest somebody for drugs or any other fucking crime or you search and seizure them uh first of all the drugs go in your department so i mean if you decide to resell it which some cops do i realize it's a small minority it happens um but putting them in the system gets their pd paid more if you search so if you seize money off somebody like say if somebody has you know a couple ounces of, of weed on them you can easily say that hey this person might, is probably a drug dealer guess what all the cash you have on them is now part of your department and saying that, and, and it's also saying that, hey, we're getting more and more drug dealers, people doing drugs in my city. We need a bigger budget. This is how they, they inflate their budgets. This is, it's all, it all comes down to money, man. Well, I, I can't justify what 
individual officers do for their own personal gain or, or, or whatever. That, that's something that that's something that that they decide that that's if they decide they want to put on the uniform to fight marijuana, then whatever. <laughs> that's that's their own whatever makes them their dick get hard but or no, whatever in the morning. But, that, but, no, but you got to understand though. Literally, they would get paid more to enforce these to enforce these laws because they would get the, paid more. the officer doesn't. <laughs> The officer doesn't get any money added onto his check or anything P- like that for the PD does. Why do you think you have pl- PDs having APCs and AR15s and all these other fucking toys? It's because they're getting well, that, federal, that, they're getting federal grants from the government because they're enforcing these drug laws. You, you can you might want to research that. Well, the money no no, no the, the money that comes from from drug violations, it depends on what it is that the person's being charged with, but that money gets allocated to the state or the federal level. So if you're arrested on a federal crime, let's, let's say, for example, you are selling DVDs illegally yeah. or whatever, like doing doing copyright DVDs. That's a federal crime. Whatever fines it, you're going to appear in federal court. Yeah, but and that that court is going to take the money, and that goes to federal court. When you pay, yeah, when you pay, yeah. but they're, when they're you pay getting, part, I understand that they're getting federal grants from the U.S. government to add on to their budget by putting those people in federal prisons. This might be outside of like I, your... I can't, like, like I, well, I'm, sorry, I'm saying, I can't, and I'm, I don't want to get into general terms in terms of speaking for all officers, but I don't know very many officers that signed up for the job to be shill men for the, for the federal government. It's not like they're... Most of the officers that I know, they want to actually go out and solve like real crimes in terms of where people are actually being hurt. Now, there are examples, you can name examples, and we've seen plenty of examples of people that just do dumb stuff just for for weed, marijuana stuff. But the personal satisfaction, I think, of actually solving a legit crime, like a kidnapping or a domestic violence situation or a murder or or, or child abuse, I think those... you, You have more people doing those and fighting those crimes on personal reasons rather than just being like, I'm going to get more money for my department that's not going to be reflected on my paycheck, but it'll get more toys for, for the department that I'll never get to play with or, or whatever, and it'll make somebody else look good. That, that money doesn't trickle down. Yeah, so listen, man. I, I think you need to, like, do a little bit of, of research, to be honest with you. I don't, I don't want to be a dick, but, like, if you look at the people that are in jail, look at what they're in jail for. Most people that are in jail and not in jail for violent crimes are pedophilia. They're in jail for okay. minor drug crimes. Okay. They're not... So, if what you just said was valid, then why aren't there more people in jail for the things that you're talking about, rather than minor drug crimes, or suspended license, or not paying a ticket, or so- shit like that? Like, if what you said was valid, then you w- we would have only violent criminals in jail, and pedophiles, and shit like that, that are major crimes. But meanwhile, the reality is, is that the vast majority of people that are in prison right now are not in prison for violent crimes. Are we talking about in California or are we talking about in other places? Everywhere. Everywhere. Well, in Cal- in California, because of Prop 47, you weren't allowed to keep people like that in jail. That's why you had such an increase, uh, increase in terms of like people doing burglaries and everything like that because you weren't able to keep them in jail. No, no, no. When no. they passed all these... No, 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 no. That's, that's incorrect. They weren't allowed to put them in jail. People that were in jail for those crimes previously, they're still fucking there. They're still there. They didn't release them. 
Same thing with the, the with the cannabis laws. The vast majority of people that are in jail for cannabis violations, after they became locally legal, they're still in jail to this day. Indeed. Are we, are we talking about jail or prison? You call it whatever you want. Jail or prison. Well, they, they are still well, they, locked up. In, they're still they're, locked up in jail a cage. Yeah, jail mean, and prison are two okay, two different things. You can look up both. I'll, I'll put that on you. You can look up both. I'm fairly I, I know the difference between jail and prison. I mean, they're, okay. they're two vastly different I things. You say, can only go to jail for up to a year. Prison is something that you were sentenced and convicted for. I will that say, is something that falls on the court system. Okay. I'll, jail and prison. I'll put it both ways. They're still in the entire system in both federal and local prisons. They're in there for nonviolent crimes. So I'm going to say this. I, first of all, I love this stuff. This is fascinating to me. Um yeah, and, it, and it's really informative. Um, in terms of just going back to the Fourth Amendment stuff and, and, and the search and seizure, uh, whether they get satisfaction out of it or not, it sounds like you're both agreeing that this happens way too often in terms of petty excuses and and really just a, a stretching of the, the truth when it comes to... Um, uh, a reasonable seizure, uh, a reasonable search and seizure. I'm, I'm not saying that. Oh, you're not saying is they're no, not they never not, do that. I, I'm saying it it happens. I'm okay. not going to say the majority of. I'm, I'm not denying that the existence of this happening. I'm not going to say that the majority of people are stretching the Fourth Amendment and doing illegal searches. I'm not saying that. So for the so then for the drug related ones, which. <laughs> We can get out the statistics that they seem to be a, a large amount of them. Do those fit into unreasonable it, 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 unreasonable searches in general for you, or are they it, uh, in bounds? I guess it's it's impossible to paint that with a broad brush because every traffic stop or every search is completely different. If an officer says, "Yeah, I saw a a, uh, a hypodermic needle cap on the ground." in the floorboard of the, of the person's vehicle for a hypodermic needle, then yeah, I have reasonable suspicion to have that person step out of his vehicle and search his car. If he's, if he looks like he may be on a uh, high or his eye, his eyes are dilated and I see a cap of a hypodermic needle on the ground. Yeah. I have probable cause there, but you do. And I'm not denying that there are officers. I'm sure that say they smell weed when they don't smell weed. They just see that maybe the guy's eyes are red. And I mean, that's to me, that's not probable cause to have somebody exit the vehicle. But there are officers, I'm sure, that will say that, oh, yeah, I saw this and, well, fuck it, I'll just write down I smelt it too. I'm not denying, and that's fucked up and it's wrong. It's very wrong and it's illegal. Not denying that, and I'm not okay. denying that it does happen. I'm just not going to say the majority of officers do that shit. Like, one, I remember. Um, huh? When I was younger, uh, my older brother was picking me up from a summer program at Stanford I was doing, and we got pulled over, and we got taken out of the car, and the police searched. I can't, I'm not sure if the cop asked if he can search the car or not, or whatever, but the cop had us get out of the car, and we had to sit on the sidewalk while he searched the car just because we fit a description. I, I remember that, like, as clear as day, that the, re the whole reason why we were pulled over and was told to get out of the car was because we fit, we fit a description of somebody who robbed the house earlier. 
I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go so far as to say this, just, just to clarify my own position on this. I don't think, in general, it's very reasonable, unless we're talking about the the circumstances Stitch brought up with whole, you know, you're smelling a decaying body in the trunk and shit, uh, to start searching vehicles based on whatever the fuck you're feeling or smelling or or thinking per se. Um, I agree with traffic violations for 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 safety in general. I don't think that has shit to do with someone's searching someone's property, which a vehicle is legally someone's property, um, based on the fact that it's moving property uh, and nothing really more than that. And and I think that there has been an overreach uh, constitutionally by you know Supreme Court based on it being a moving vehicle, and it's based. And it sounds to me, I'm going to read the book all the way. I love the episode. It sounds to me like people over panicked in general a hundred years ago because there were so many vehicles on the road and uh, wanting to capture bootleggers, you know, um, yeah. trying trying to trying to uh, uh, smuggle in moonshine, and therefore I need to be able to have the freedom to uh, uh, put on the lights with any car that looks fast and search it for moonshine. Well, yeah, it's, yeah, that was highly fascinating. Yeah, well, the, the problem is with... Yeah, in, in America, we have a problem with vice crimes. When I say vice, it means that, like, like you want to do drugs, it's a vice crime. But it's it's personal to you only. You're not really hurting anybody else. Um, and I, the, America has this fascination with um, trying to make somebody else fit into, like, this weird thing where, like, you want them to be like you. What, I, what I'm talking about is... If I decide to get drunk every night at home, what the fuck did I do with you? Yeah, you don't want to get drunk every night at home? That's fine. But if I do, that's that's me. You know what I mean? If I want to get high every night at home, that's me. If I if I keep it inside my house, if I don't hurt anybody else but me, that should be my right to do so. The problem is uh, is that people think that oh well if they're drunk or high, you know what if they commit other crimes? Okay, well we have things called other crimes for that. If you decide to get drunk and assault somebody, assault covers you for that. You know what I mean? And they're still going... The police should be going out there to, to police those crimes. Um, me just wanting to change my reality uh, to only myself should never be considered a crime. And it's fucking ridiculous mm. that it is considered a crime. And I don't understand why we, why we are still going on these really weird old laws about saying how you need to have like this pure life. Nobody lives a pure life. I don't give a shit what you... The people that that try to push back on these whole... On drugs and shit like that or, you know, being gay or any of these other things that have to do with somebody's personal life, they usually have deep-rooted skeletons in the closet. Almost all of them do. It just takes a matter of time for people to, to figure it out. So just let people do... Uh, if, if there's consenting adults or a consenting person that wants to do whatever they want in their own time, in their own home, in their own space, why don't we allow them to do that? It, it shouldn't be considered illegal. And Ooh. I don't know why we're spending any sort of tax money dollars on making these things illegal, throwing people in cages, and then forcing them to do manual labor. It's fucking bullshit. It, and it needs to stop. And when I say by, you know, manual, people are still forced today in prisons to do manual labor. If you, if you read the 13th Amendment, it's, it, that literally makes it legal. If, if you throw them in prison, they're, they're pretty much considered a slave. And you can do whatever they want. Case in point, if you look at all these fires that are going right now, going on right now, um, mm -hmm. I'm sure you'll you'll hear stories about 
all the prison firefighters that are out there fighting fires. Do you know how much they get paid? Less than $6 a day. A day. Less than $6 a day. They're putting their lives on the line to stop your house from burning down and they're getting paid less than $6 a day. That's fucking slavery. And what, I, what's I, I'm, that sorry, that's in I'm sorry, can I add one, can I add one more quick point? Because I, I love the firefighter point and I know we have uh, uh, your brother, my cousin, listening to. Um, once you get out, let's say you've served your sentence, yeah. Okay, you're not you're not able legally able to be a firefighter even though you have all these tr- this training too. Nope. Sorry, exactly. just wanted to add that. No, no, no matter what you were in jail for, no matter what you were, no matter what your felony was about, it doesn't fucking matter. Mm-hmm. It's it's fucking nonsense. It's like I don't understand how this is how fucked up America is. You know, we're fine with slavery even on this level, and they're mm-hmm. just like they, they use code words like criminal, thug. You know all this other bullshit. They're just they're just saying. I mean, thug is really the 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 new n word. Mm-hmm. I mean, it really is. And and when you say criminal, like people don't understand what what a criminal actually is. You can be you can be a criminal from just being fucking broke. I think it was hmm. something. I forget the the book I was reading, but it was like eighty percent of people that um that plead guilty for any crime, they're just too broke to not plead to to plead not guilty because they they won't have any sort of representation. To plead not guilty. They're being... This is what I actually want to talk to Stitch about when we're talking about Kamala Harris and her record. About 1,900 people that got arrested. And you said that like mm-hmm. 40, only 46 of them went to jail. But the problem was is that the vast majority of them had, had to plead guilty because they were fucking poor. Because they couldn't pay bail. And so they took the... They got labeled as a felon and their lives are fucking ruined. You know, are, we disc- are we... Are we just... Disc- well... Are we discounting then the quality of the public defender system for the city? Yes, definitely. No, no, I'm not even discounting it. It's basically non-existent. Have you seen their budget? Okay. Well, yeah. uh, well, that, that it's a difference in saying that they have no representation and then saying that they have poor representation. Uh, it's very because they they're they're entitled to a public defender. I mean, that's they, that's what it is. Now, I don't know the quality of, of public defenders. I've never interact. I've never met with one. I don't know any personally, so I don't know. I mean, I've heard stories about them just being overloaded with, with cases and and just it seems like they don't give a shit about the people that they're representing i've heard that a bazillion times i don't know if it's true or not because i i don't know personally any public defenders or whatever but that seems to be the overwhelming um sentiment about having a public defender is like they just look at your name on a paper and that that's all it is or whatever so that's something that i think needs to be looked at among the court system in terms of you need to get more public defenders, better quality public defenders, so they have less of a caseload that they're handling, so they don't have just like 500 different clients and they, they don't really care, they're not invested in, in that, and actually defending them personally. I, I don't know the, the full details on the public defender aspect of so, the criminal justice Stitch, system. I just, I just guess. How much do you think the public defender budget is for the entirety of California? Right now, mm. and I like I said, I don't know. I don't. The proposed budget for this year was three point five million dollars. Jesus Christ! In a state of forty million, million people, how many people yeah. can you possibly hire for three point five million dollars to represent all the people that are being taken into custody by the police? So, so okay. So then, what do we what do we propose that we do? I, we allocate more money to well, that, that public is, defender system. 
Well, get get rid of the cash bail system. That'd be a that'd be a start. Is where I would, that's where I would start. To be honest with you, I, I got one. But that I, mean, okay. I was just gonna say, if you want, if you're looking for recommendations and suggestions, piggybacking on what we talked about with the whole you know law enforcement and drug stuff. If you reform the way that we uh, have this war on drugs completely, yeah, get rid of that. I think you're I think you're going to eliminate uh, the need, and then you get to focus on some of the things that, that Stitch you mentioned, and I agree with you that um, improve officer morale and, and things that they are uh, gung ho about in terms of solving murders, solving rapes, solving pedophilia, that kind of stuff. Um, I I think that those are great things for public safety. Uh, all the way around, and I think that you need to have more investment in that. I don't give a shit which cokehead in Beverly Hills is actually going into the bathroom for a bump, you know? Oh, shit. Hold on, real quick, as we're talking about this, I'm sorry. Um, John Oaks is actually in the in the chat right now. Holy That's fuck! Cool. Holy John? Fuck. Yeah, John's in the chat. Nice. <laughs> That's really cool. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, John Oaks... To me John is, is like, like, what is going on with these nerds? Yeah, he's like, what the hell? He's a really cool guy. He used to be one of the heads at SVVR. He's a, he's a super fucking nerd. And uh, meeting him years ago, like, it was, like, kind of surreal because, like, he, he pulled me, he pulled all of us into this entire, like, world that we didn't really know existed. At the, well, I knew existed, but uh, I didn't get to get, like, behind the scenes on that kind of stuff. Anyway, back to civil rights shit because he's a super civil rights guy right now. If you look at his Twitter feed, it's like all like civil rights stuff mostly and it's like he's an amazing person so thank you john for watching anyway shout out back to uh, <laughs> back to the, the you know the, the civil rights stuff yeah i mean like yeah ending the drug war is is always like one of my main things to to do and then the cash bail system it needs to end like you cannot say that in america that you're innocent until proven guilty but at the same time i have to pay bail to get out of jail like what how does that work? I mean, unless you have like concrete, like super concrete evidence that I really f did some really bad shit, um, I should not have to pay to get out of incarceration to prove my innocence later on. Like that's, it, it's insane to me. Sometimes it, it, incredibly high amounts. Sorry, uh, sorry, Blue, go ahead. No, it's insane. Plus the whole Bell's Bondman thing, like that shit right on, it, on itself is ridiculous. Like if, if you're, if you had a thirty thousand dollar bill, like you have to pay ten percent to a bell buyman to to pay your bill, but you don't get that money back. But if you were able to afford to pay your bond, your your bill or whatever, you get that back if, once you do show up to court. Like in, I don't think the prison system actually keep it. Like you actually get that money back. It's basically you're paying to prove that you you'll be back later for your court date. Look, my only my only fans my only fans uh, account where I'm helicoptering my dick every Wednesday night for that PS5, does not have me ready to spend $30,000 at the drop of that. I'm sorry. Maybe with my I'm, dick pic calendar. Sorry. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna beat the drum for the, the court system, uh, cause that's a, that's a whole different uh, bag of worms than what it is that I'm used to and what I have experienced dealing with. I mean, that's a whole separate branch of the criminal justice system is just like how with the government, you have your legislative, your judicial, and your executive branch. The criminal justice system has their own courts, corrections, and then your actual foot soldier, well, foot soldiers sound bad, but uh, your actual like police, the ones that are actually out there uh, apprehending and, and enforcing laws. They, they operate separately of each other. Yeah, they do intervene with, with in certain aspects, but it, it's like 
the stuff that we are asking for in terms of like change that comes from like mayor governors and things of that nature and that's something that needs to be pressure needs to be put on them yeah the police chief is is the easy person to like and got the christmas lights on him you can be like yeah you need to do things to change it but there are people above that person's head that tells them how they want their city run whether it's the city manager or the city council the mayor the governor sheriff or, or whatever they're the ones that that allocate the funds in terms of how things are um are what's it called um person not persecuted prosecuted uh enforced in terms of like your laws but to go to the berkeley thing uh the thing that i had i won't say I had issues with but it just didn't seem well thought out was the whole um how berkeley was going to remove traffic duties traffic enforcement from their i guess police officer mm-hmm. and when they were asking well like okay well what are you going to have in place of it she didn't have an answer she just said well we're going to look yeah. at um how she put it traffic design and everything and, and traffic design to me Research. speaks of like it's it's like more traffic lights stop signs speed bumps and shit like that which yeah that's i understand like if you have people speeding in like a school zone yeah we're, we'll put some raised little speed bumps outside the 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 school zone to stop kids from from flooring it out of the high school parking lot but that doesn't solve the issue in terms of like drunk driving or stolen vehicles or or, or a, a whole lit, litany of, of other problems where you have to have like actual authority to make somebody stop their vehicle determine if you can exercise or, or use that fourth amendment right to search a vehicle and that's something that regular citizens don't have you can't just have an open uh sign up volunteer list for hey y'all want to be traffic enforcement like it, there's there's rules to it in terms of like regular citizens just can't do that well, regular and, uh, citizens when can I was waiting for... regular citizens can become police officers so why not you well you have to go to a an academy a yeah, post certified academy sure and t- take hours well. of that wasn't explained in the actual pot all it was said was we're just going to look at traffic design it wasn't said like we're going to in- institute an entire sworn uh yeah, force no. just to have a traffic no. which now if they had said that that would be different but they gave no they did not say that at all yes yeah, so obviously you have to train people right on traffic laws and how to pull people over so uh, to me it seemed kind of obvious that obviously you would need to train people on how to conduct themselves on pulling people over shit like that and when it came to like the the whole traffic thing you're talking about um anybody in law enforcement right now if you pulled somebody over three thousand times on the same fucking street um, would you ever suggest to anybody there, there's no path for you to suggest that hey maybe the the street the law here on this certain street needs to change because nobody on this street is obeying these laws this is outside of like a school zone like say if you have like a 35 zone like in the middle of fucking nowhere and everybody's going fucking 55 why wouldn't you do any research on maybe let's change the 55 or put in speed bumps so I, I'm a little confused because uh, when I listened to it today, um, I partially agree with Stitch because they didn't explicitly say what their solution was, but I could have sworn they said that the author that they talked to on the podcast had a solution in her book, and the mayor of Berkeley said, we're looking at her solution 
the author is a, a, a professor at uh, some school on the East Coast, but they were saying, like, we're looking at, I could have sworn they said that she they were looking at her solution. I could be wrong, but did anyone else catch that? What was her solution? They don't they don't specify. That's the thing. That's, that's, that's why <laughs> that's why I agree with you. But it doesn't seem like um I guess they they saw a solution, but they had it's not as if they had no solution. Are you that's are you giving these people are you giving this this traffic enforcement detail, are they armed? Do you want them to I, carry no, guns? The, the whole I, don't know, to, no. I don't know what's going on. I don't know what their solution was. I didn't read no. the book, but they, I'm they, saying... No, I'm, I'm, I'm asking in general. Yeah, they specifically oh. said, no, they were not going to be armed because you don't need, yeah. somebody, so, you don't need somebody armed for everything. You don't need someone armed to pull over a vehicle? No, no. you shouldn't. That Okay. Um, well, and do you reason. want them to have powers? I mean, do, oh, do you yeah. want them to have powers of arrest? Well, it's... No, you just need to have them, the powers of, to write somebody a citation, because um, that's a trap. So, so okay, so okay, so hypothetically, let's say uh, Blue from from traffic enforcement sees a car with a uh, inspection sticker that is not valid or whatever. Uh, he pulls the car over. He walks up to the car without any sort of weapon or anything like that, and the person in. Let, Who's to determine if the, I mean, let's say, could the vehicle be stolen? Is that a possibility? Do, I mean, they, they could the have, person- they, if, should have, they should have the power to check that. Yes, they, they would obviously run, it would be the same way that you guys are running right now. If they saw it was stolen, then yeah, that it would probably come up that it was stolen. Then it'd be a property crime, right? So, okay, so, the, so then you have Blue out there without a weapon, with a stolen vehicle, with a felon inside the, in the car without a weapon. And he's going to make the person stay in that car. How? Or how is Blue supposed to protect his life if he's with somebody that's got a stolen vehicle in front of him? So when, when you do a traffic stop, do you immediately pull out your gun and tell them to stay in their car and to get their registration and, and license? No. But if I find so out if it's stolen, need to? yes. Because if I find out it's stolen or if the person has some sort of felony warrant or so, something. So if it's then, stolen. Yeah. Okay. So if it's stolen, it, then it's it's a property crime, right? So if you think somebody's car is stolen, you would immediately pull out your firearm and walk up to the to the vehicle with your firearm out without verifying anything. You're just gonna. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I I talked about this last week. I wouldn't go up to the vehicle. I would. Okay. Hold. I would. I would make you stay there until I got other officers to arrive on scene. Okay. So you. Because now so I know. So you're in the same boat as them. You could just call the police. I, I, if you thought it was stolen. I don't know who's driving the vehicle. Okay, so neither do they. So they could just call the police then, right? This is an easy solution, man. Can, but can you, I, have a, you have a you have a you have a felon who now is just going to sit don't, there don't from some random parking no, meter made. No, stop. You don't know he's a felon. You don't know that at all. You have no clue. If he, you're calling, if you're backup, driving, you're calling in backup, and they could do the same exact thing. So just, just if you have a. Okay, I'm sorry. If, if you're driving a stolen vehicle, that is a felony. No, you're assuming that you know that they're driving a stolen vehicle. This is the problem with your whole argument. You're assuming that they're driving a stolen I might... vehicle. No, 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 stop. Don't even go Prodigy yet. Okay, how am I assuming if <laughs> I, I just... Say that? <laughs> if, if I just... If I, if I ran the plate or whatever it is, yeah. and the vehicle says it's stolen, how am I assuming at that point? If I saw the vehicle move... I mean, he's in the driver's seat, right? But did you ID the person? I, I saw... Did you ID the person? The vehicle is stolen, correct? No, you don't know that. This is the problem. If I, I, if I ran the plate, 
if I ran the plate and the vehicle says it is stolen, you is the vehicle not stolen? No, you still don't know that until you know who the fuck is driving the car. That's wrong. No, it's not wrong. <laughs> and th this is how we get I'm the problems that we had literally last fucking week. Oh my fucking It's because they didn't know. Because you don't, because sometimes you don't know things. And if you want to feel safe, then yeah, you call for backup. But literally, the people that would be the new um, traffic, traffic, whatever you want to call them, could literally have a path to the same thing where, hey, we think this car, car is stolen. We're calling for backup. What would stop them from doing that? Last week, we didn't know the vehicle was stolen because they ran the plate wrong. Hold on. I'm going to interject one quick thing. I'm not trying to stop you guys at all. Just for the listeners, the book in question and the person being interviewed, her name is Sarah C-O-S-E-O, -E and the book is called, I'm going to read it. I'll even give it to any listener who wants to read it after me. Policing the Open World, How <laughs> Care. Open how, yeah, Open, open Worlds. Uh, open world. Uh, how uh, the car transformed American freedom. Right. Sorry. Go ahead. So, in, in your scenario, Stitch, you're assuming that the person committed the crime. That's the problem. The person is driving a car that is stolen. I have I have a reasonable suspicion that that person. But you're supposed stole to be innocent and pro to proven guilty, right? You you literally giving the person no chance. I'm not the courts. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not the. I'm not the that's executioner. The, that's the point. Is that you're not the courts. Right. Exactly. So you will go to. <laughs> you will go to court. Yeah. Exactly. You will go to court. Yeah. I don't see what's funny. This is like. This is. This is scary that you guys actually don't understand what it is that I'm saying. It's. It's. You are not. It's not my job to determine if you are guilty by a court of law or innocent by a court of law. But that's that that's is something for a judge to decide. But if you are behind the wheel of a proven stolen car, but it's not and you are driving until, that stolen car. It's not proven until you do an investigation. Like yeah, what the fuck? We're, we're so, skipping this whole investigation part. You need to commit. Well, you're you need to do an investigation, right? That's why you're. That's why you're. Un, you're placed under arrest. Well, so, you can't investigate, but like, hey, listen, can I see your license and registration? Wouldn't that be the basic part of your, of your investigation? No, because a felon, do, right? would you, a felon would shoot you in your face. But you, you're assuming that it's a felon. Gonna... Stop. You're assuming that it's a felon. This is the problem with Pick up a penal code book. Is a, is a stolen car a felony? Yes. But you're assuming that it's a felon, which you don't actually fucking know. That's why you do an investigation. Oh, my God. I, I, can't, I can't even right now. I can't. I, so, this is scary. <laughs> let, let's go back to Berkeley. <laughs> Ber Ber Berkeley has been known for <laughs> decades and decades, and they talked about it in this podcast episode, we're giving them a lot of love, um, that they have a history of thinking a little bit differently when it comes to law enforcement in general. And they, they possibly may be uh, considering experimenting with this, whether it's going to work, whether it's feasible, uh, whether it leads to more problems is to be determined. I'm a little bit skeptical on that aspect of the meter, the, the uh, I guess, elevation of meter maids, to, to put it in, in, in layman's terms. I don't know whether it's going to work. I think it's worthy of exploring, maybe on a small scale, and we'll see from there. But it may lead to some un, unforeseen uh, circumstances that are actually more dangerous for the public. I'm not sure. So I'm, I'm not judging. I'm not taking a side on that at all. I am standing very firmly on the side of, I don't like uh, you saying, oh, I smell weed and, and, and doing whatever, or even searching cars for weed. I just, or, or drugs. I don't like it. I don't like it at all. 
one interesting about about that podcast is that they they mentioned how the whole reason why the police got involved in the first place was that people weren't following like the laws like they were like how can we solve this problem and they're like we need somebody with some kind of power and authority to be mm-hmm. able to enforce these these new laws these were all these, the whole car thing was all new laws and people were following people were running red lights running stop signs like there was no the wild wild west basically as far as driving cars and like that's the whole reason why police based off of this podcast i, I haven't gone to research and find out just what the person was saying is true but yeah, the whole reason for for police being involved was mainly to enforce traffic laws. Well, yeah, you know, I, I think that in, in general, for me, I think that you know, law enforcement in general should be more focused on on violent crimes rather than you know these other kinds of crimes that are really a yeah. huge deal. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think drugs are a huge deal. I don't think uh, unless you're like literally reckless driving, like going, you know, hitting a car and like then driving off and yeah i mean obviously that that gets to a whole different sort of a law where you you know you just you destroyed you put somebody's life in danger and you drove off and then yeah in that aspect i get it but like most drug violations like if you just happen to like miss a stoplight or even that i guess it depends on if there's traffic or not so i get there's nuances here but i think a lot of traffic crimes they're they're not really a, a huge deal like me going three miles per hour over the speed limit who am i endangering yeah. And there's officer, they talk about the fact that there's a lot of officer discretion uh, mm-hmm. in those. Yeah. And I, I'm, I am not, I want to be real clear, I'm not saying that the overwhelming majority of officers don't know how to tell the difference between a, uh, a, a murderer with a dead body that's literally in the back seat versus someone who's going three miles over the, the speed limit. Well, if you but, like, if you, if you kind of rewind the tape on like the whole poly class situation, like. I was about to guy, say that, yeah. He had Polly Clive's body in the back, and he got pulled over, and traffic like, violation. yeah, for a traffic violation, and like, they, they had, there was no suspicion for them to search a dude's car, and they just couldn't yep. let him go. Yep. It, it, there, there's uh, again, none of us are constitutional law, uh, scholars. Mm-hmm. I want to do the reading of it. I thought it was an interesting topic because we've touched upon this uh, before, and I'm glad everybody listened to the podcast. I'll pass the book around. Uh, you know, we'll go from there. Oh, we're gonna treat her yeah. like a skinny white girl. Wow! God. I was gonna say the Dude, one thing. <laughs> the one thing that stood out to me <laughs> uh, from that pod. I'm not sharing nobody. The... <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Carlos, don't do the sloppy seconds. No, I just. Oh. <laughs> oh damn. Yeah, uh, I will say what stood out to me is they they talked about how an officer can can create probable cause. And I was like, what the fuck? They're like, yeah, they can, like, basically, through questioning, they can lead you on and then give themselves a wiggle room to create probable cause, which gives them a reason to search your car. Yeah. Basically, like, if you argue with, if you argue, if you get pulled over and you argue with the cop, that gives them probable cause to search your car. Well, and it's it's the problem, you know, the way that our our laws work is, is that people don't really seem to understand like what their actual rights are when mm-hmm. you get pulled up, when you have any interaction with the police, with a police officer, you don't have to answer any questions. If they can ask for basic information. You can give them that. But if they ask you any other questions, you do not have to answer that. And I think that most people don't really seem to understand that. And so, and some, you know, fucked up law enforcement people, they will, you know, ask a bunch of leading questions to get them to get consent um into something that once you give consent to a police officer 
Like you're fucked. Pretty much the jig is up. <laughs> like they're gonna do whatever the fuck they want, but you don't have to give them the consent to shit. Like if somebody pulls you over, and they say, you know, can I search your car? You can just say no. You know, unless they have some sort of unless they explain to you the probable cause, and even then you can still say no. They can still do it, but you can still say no. So, and most people they just, they don't understand the way that the Fifth Amendment was designed to work. Um, and it, and it's it's uh, it's fucked up. I think that uh, some police officers they they prey upon people's ignorance. And they get like when it comes to like like stop and frisk, even though it was legal in New York, that shit mm-hmm. wasn't legal federally. Mm-hmm. So, but people didn't know that. Like you you don't police officers do not do not have the right to indiscriminately pull like if you're walking anywhere to just pull you aside and search your person. The Fourth Amendment covers that explicitly. So I don't sure. understand. So like the way that New York got away with that shit. Is incredible to me, and that's uh, not Rudy Giuliani. Was it Giuliani or Bloomberg? Uh, I can't remember. I think it might it was, have been Bloomberg. It, it, I, think it was Bloomberg. It, I believe it was both. It went on for years. Yeah, <laughs> and, and and especially um, when they saw the, the the numbers, where it's like, holy shit, we're fucking uh, stopping a lot of black people. Like, holy shit, what's going on here? Like, that should have been a red flag for anybody you know that was looking at the books, but they didn't give a shit. Yep. Yeah, that, that's that's highly fucked up and illegal. The whole stop and frisk thing, um, and it's a it sounds it's I mean it's a a city taking advantage of uh, of a law and just using it as just a any excuse to interact with the general public. Which I mean, it was combated. It's, it's highly illegal in my opinion, and people just took advantage of that shit. It also is dangerous in terms of uh, people's perception of law enforcement. If I'm a uh, a fifth grader and I've been <laughs> you know, pushed up against the wall 50 times, you know, every semester. I don't have a great, I don't have a great feeling of law enforcement, but, um, what are, are we going to be able to switch to some nerd, nerd shit? Cause we do have some nerd shit. We, we need to talk about, I'll, I will go to this nerd thing. Cause I want to hear people's opinions on it is Batman trailer. Mm-mm. Let what blue. What did, what did you think? I look at oh, you God. lean it forward. <laughs> <laughs> You've been waiting for this moment. He uh, has. Talk about talk about vengeance. Oh, oh! First of all, I didn't know that this whole DC fandom thing was fandom, not fandom. It's fandom. I didn't know this thing was taking place like whatsoever. Like this wasn't on any kind of radar or anything on on my scope. But apparently, this was like DC's version of of Comic Con, basically. Or yep, yeah. And so we got. We got so many things that were presented and leaked and footage and trailers that we got and it it was it was great. It was a, I was dehydrated Jay, from all the times like I bust from it. But um the one trailer uh, we got a trailer for the Batman, which is the one with sparkly um sparkly vampire dude, um Robert Patterson. Patterson. Addison. Yeah, they're, they're calling Batterson. And I, I have to give credit. The, the trailer is cut very, very well. It, it looks good. Like him in the bat suit. Like he looks badass in the bat suit. Him as, like, we get a scene of him kind of in Bruce Wayne, Cognito, area mode. He looked kind of cool like that. But, you know, it's. We've been roped to dope before with trailers. Like, if you go back to mm. the movie Skyline, that movie oh, looked epic. yeah. Really good, and we got, and it was it was a horrible, horrible, horrible ass movie. So I'm still waiting for the movie to come out. But the trailer so far, it looked really good. You know, people have been tearing it down. There's a bunch of fucking Easter eggs. So it looks like the the main bad guy is gonna be uh, 
the Riddler. We get like a bunch of Riddler Riddler things here and there. We got like like question marks all over the place. We got like you know who's the Batman, this and that. But one of the one of the cool scenes that I thought was was pretty epic was that it's where he where the bad guy kind of walked up to him, walked up to Batman, and he just starts fucking welling on him. And it's 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 funny because people are saying it's it's almost like a scene out of Arc. Him. Like little work comes up that he's about to attack and he just starts he start beating him up. Mm. But when somebody asks him like, "Who are you?" and in all the other Batman movies, this is a constant thing with Batman movies. When they ask you who are you, he always says, "I'm Batman," something like that. But this is the first time we ever got, "I'm Vengeance, Vengeance, mm-hmm. Vengeance." Yeah, which was cool. I'm like, whoa, like what the fuck? But what's kind of cool is that there's a scene from Batman the animated series. Where Batman, he he does the whole I'm Vengeance, I'm Justice, I'm Batman thing. So mm-hmm. hopefully we get to see this kind of because this whole trailer looks like it's or I think the director actually said too that this is Batman year not year one. This is Batman I think year, year two. two. Yeah. yeah, so he's kind of you know a little bit more seasoned with the whole Batman thing, but he's still kind of learning his learning the ropes. But just for him, it's gonna it, it's gonna go from vengeance to maybe maybe. Maybe the next Batman movie is going to be more justice-led. Because this one's mainly, he's going to be, we're going to see him as a detective. This isn't mm-hmm. like beat him up Batman. This is solving crime Batman. Which is kind of oh, cool. Yeah. And for them to have the Riddler there just kind of shows that that's how the whole detective scene is going to work out for him. But overall, I thought I thought trailer was really well cut. I'm, I'm still, my back's against the wall about if it's going to be like an epic Batman movie. But it's got, it's got some potential. What are you guys taking on it? Oh, let me hear Old Man first because he hasn't gotten in here much. Um, I guess the, I mean, I liked the trailer. I was a little surprised because I didn't, I knew it was kind of coming, but I didn't, I didn't expect as much as what we got from the trailer. I thought it was just really going to be a teaser, but we got like a full blown trailer, and um, I didn't recognize uh, Colin Farrell because he's the Penguin because he looks. Mm-hmm way different in this he looks like a completely different person and um i guess there's some backlash about jeffrey wright because jeffrey wright who is a black male is commissioner gordon in this and i guess there's been some pushback about him being but i mean if you look at the history of uh batman and gotham's lore they've been playing like racial flip-flopping for decades, really. I mean, mm-hmm. Eartha Kitt uh, was black woman who played Catwoman. Uh, no one really had a problem. In fact, people loved her as much. Um, Harvey Dent by Billy D. Williams back in 89 Batman. Um, no one had really had a problem with that. Everyone's usually like, oh, uh, Gordon's always been white. I'm like, well, we got Perry from uh, the Man Daily Planet. Yeah. Who's uh, Lawrence Fishburne? No one really fucking talks shit about that. Um, they've just been doing it, you know, back and forth. I don't, I don't really see an issue. Jeffrey Wright is a extremely accomplished actor. Um, I'm actually looking forward to his performance. Um, I actually think that he won't be useless. It's probably why he took the role because he's probably going to help Batman solve these crimes they're probably going to put their well, heads together so i'm also, looking forward to that they also talked about that there's going to be a a, a jim gordon movie that's going to be coming out too and I would, he's going to hey. he's going to do that role of of jim gordon in that as well so we're going so to see you, him all over i the mean place. 
I mean, Blue and I, we both watched the TV series Gotham, and literally Gotham focuses on Jim Gordon. It's literally Jim Gordon, Harvey Bullock, and, like, everybody else. And, I mean, yeah, there's the famous Gotham villains, but literally the focus is Jim Gordon. And if they do a film series focused on him, and if they have his, like, daughter trying to, like, come up and be Batgirl, so then they can spin her off as Batgirl... I say more more hats off to DC if they do it right if they can stick it. Hats off to them if they're able to like expand the DCEU and actually be cohesive and be competitive with the MCU. So, uh, I think the fandom showed off that they got tired of being bullied, got tired of being memed and decided to be like, "All right, we're getting back to basics. We're going to show you guys the fans that we mean business with what we got. We want you guys to come back and be on our side. And I think fandom kind of did that overall. I, I, said, I said this in the past. Because Jim Corden's black, Batgirl's going to be black. You oh, did. yeah. Of course. <laughs> you did. Carlos, get in there. Yeah, I mean, uh, the, the trailer was cool. You know, I'll be, I gotta be honest, this is super nitpicky, so don't fucking hate on me for this shit, okay? I'm saying this, and I know it's nitpicky, but it's only... Me as like a as a martial artist, um, is having Batman with longer hair is weird to me. Mm. Like mm. most people that do martial arts are getting into fights all the time. They, they we cut our hair for a reason, <laughs> so people don't grab it. Makes sense. So, but yeah, obviously sense. he's wearing a cowl. I get yeah, that, but it's also it's like more shit you got to put in the cowl. So I'm just like, what the fuck? Maybe he figures <laughs> it out later on to cut your fucking hair. I don't fucking know. But to me, it was just like kind of weird. Other than that. Go ahead. It's it's it, 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 you're too Batman, so he he hasn't gotten to that level where he starts cutting his hair back. Yeah, so you know, I I'm just saying it's a small bitch. Um, other than that, I thought the trailer was uh it was pretty good. Um, well, actually, another martial arts bitch that I had is like when he beat the guy's ass. I'm like, it's a yeah. way too many hits. <laughs> like, either Batman should be way stronger, or he should be way more technical with his strikes when he's whooping that guy's ass to knock him out. Um, but they're just like small bitches. I'm probably still gonna watch it. Um, it still looked better than I thought it was gonna look. Uh, uh, you know, Robert Pattinson. He looked he looked okay enough in the role. I'm not gonna bitch about that. Um, Jeffrey Wright playing Jim Gordon. Um, it's not a big deal to me. It's really not. Um, honestly, I think that it could probably work better um, because he, if he came from like the inner city of Gotham or like Bloodhaven or some shit like that, because to me mm-hmm. those seem like ghettos. You know what I mean? And uh, let's be honest, in America, a lot of ghettos are full of minorities. So mm-hmm. it would make sense that a minority come out of that area. And that's not saying that <coughs> it's the fault of minorities. It's traditionally in America we're forced in those places. And if they talk about that shit, that'd be fucking amazing. You know, <laughs> it'd, be, it'd be a cool mm-hmm. way to kind of inject, you know, what's going on in America, um, even to this day, um, into uh, into Batman. I, I think that they also, in, in Batman, they, they do talk about some social economic issues a lot in Batman so it's I'm not I'm not surprised at all and it's not like you know uh, Jim Gordon as a character there was nothing about the character where he needed to be you know Caucasian so you know mm. oh you like, know what he wasn't like the Black Panther he was from Wakanda in yeah the guys, he, I mean he has to be black he's yeah. got to be mm. of African descent you know other and I'm go ahead uh, I was going to say, to reinforce that, I'm the same way with uh, Nightwing. Like, I don't think... Nightwing doesn't necessarily have to be white. Like, I'm all on board if Steven Yoon 
is fucking Nightwing. If he's cast as Nightwing, I actually would be really ecstatic. So. Yeah, and there's what? there's. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I'm sorry. I I agree with you in principle, and I would have no problem with that casting, old ninja. The only thing, just to point out from a comic book lore perspective, the they're not the Roma, formerly known as kind of like the Gypsies. He, he supposed. Dick Grayson is ethnically supposed to be part of that. Like a gypsy. Oh, the yeah. gypsies? Yeah, because he's yeah. part of the traveling gypsies. Oh, yeah, yeah. so, so and, and they don't get a ton of of, of representation, quote-unquote. There may be some backlash on that. Fury, but, that's about it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I, I don't have a problem with what you're saying. I'm just saying some people would like to see him truly represented from that ethnic group that has suffered quite a bit, if you, hey, you know, know history. Got, we got an almost, almost comic accurate version of Kate Kane, and people still complained. Yeah, sorry, so uh, Kratos, as... sorry, you were done though, Kratos. Kratos. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, no, no I mean, people complained because she was a horrible actress. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. I mean, the, the yeah, thing is like, listen, uh, just to be fair, there's certain characters in like comics and shit like that where it's like, listen, they don't have to be black either. Like, it, mm -hmm. uh, unless like the core of their character. It has something to do with Africa or some sort of socio-economic shit about being black in America or some other some other country. Um, it's not a big deal if you change their ethnic background. But if there is some connection with that culture, then yeah, changing that ethnic you know group is kind of a big deal. Uh, but in this case, I don't really see it, so people just need to calm the fuck down about it. Um, so we're just talking about just that one... Batman reveal? So far? Yeah, we're, we're, yeah, well, we were starting with the Batman, and then we kind of spilled it into Fandom uh, in, in general. If you have oh, other thoughts yeah. on Fandom, then go ahead. Well, I wanted to talk about uh, something I didn't see see coming, and it was the uh, the Gotham Knights. Was it Gotham Knights? Is that what it's yeah, the Gotham Knights. Oh, boy. Well, I, so I watched it, and I was like, first of all, this game looks like it's ready to fucking go. Because not only yeah. did they give the fucking trailer, they gave you goddamn gameplay on the same fucking day. I was like, thank you, gave my fucking dinner and dessert at the same goddamn time. I was not doing that shit. You know what I mean? Um, it looks like uh, an Arkham Knight game, but it's not connected to the Arkham Knight games. It's not made by Rocksteady. Um, but it looks about the same as far as gameplay goes. You get to play as like five different two characters. Players. Huh? I said it's, and it's two players. It, it, it's co-op, yes. And you get to yeah, play as five different people so far from the Bat yeah. family. Um, which seems pretty amazing. It looks like it's fairly large. Um, uh, what were you guys thought then? Because I was like, holy shit. Because I, I thought it was just going to be Suicide Squad. That's from Rocksteady. I was looking forward to that one. Let, let me tell you this. This Gotham Knights knocked my fucking socks off. I have been very pessimistic. I know you guys were lukewarm with some caveats on Avengers. This one knocked my fucking socks off so fucking hard. When they put out the uh, the Court of Owls fucking teaser in that oh, shit, yeah. when I saw Red fucking Hood and Red Robin and Batgirl and Nightwing full grown, and then even at the beginning of the trailer, uh, Bruce is just, uh, there's a report that Bruce is dead. Yeah, Obviously, yeah. you know, I don't buy it for a second. Yeah. But even just, even just the whole concept of Gotham moving on temporarily from Batman is an exciting fucking concept because... What are the criminals going to do? What's what's the rest of the DC universe going to do? And how are these heroes going to fucking step up 
I can't fucking wait. This look, this is one of the best game trailers I've seen literally all year, maybe even since in the last couple of years. Hard as fuck. I nutted. When I was watching the gameplay and just hearing them talk about, like, every character has, like, their own, like, moveset. So, like, Batgirl, she's kind of more like Batman, but she's kind of, she still kind of got her own thing going on. But, like, like I think it was... Um, Nightwing, I guess he can use like the the Justice League space station thing, and he can teleport, which mm-hmm. is fucking dope. I'm not sure if it was him or Red Robin, but one of them can, they can teleport. Like uh, Red Hood, he, like he uses guns, and like he's more like up up front, like brutal with his attacks and stuff like that. Like every character has their own little fighting style, which I thought was cool. But the one problem I did have is I kind of didn't like. I mean, this is I, I guess it's me for playing. Uh, it's because I played uh, all the Arkham games, but. I don't, I don't like their, the, the cape uh, flow on the characters. Like, the capes are <laughs> stiff. I had a problem with that. Like, it was just like a, like a piece of cardboard. <laughs> on back. There's, no, there's no flapping in the wind. There's no, like, you know, using your cape as, like, a weapon and stuff like that. Like, how the, all the Batman Arkham games does. Like, you can't stun your impo- your opponent because, like, you do your cape over them. Like, that might change. The, the cape, the, yeah, the cape physics was off, and I didn't like that. <laughs> <laughs> how is the, t- how's the titty physics, physics, though? Huh? Did you see the titty physics? Were, the, were those good? I mean... No, I didn't, I didn't notice that. I was too busy no, That's what you need to pay attention to instead of the case. <laughs> titty physics more No, no, no. The case. <laughs> Stitch, get in here. What What do you think? Uh, it, look, it looks really good. Uh, it looks really fun. I don't... I'm, I've never... I was never really the Batman, like, game uh, player, but it does look really good. I mean, I appreciate great art and great gameplay when I see it. Wait, and have, uh, have it, looks, it looks really games? awesome. Have you played them? I played. Um, I forget it was if it was oh, Arkham uh, or City. I forget which one it is that I played, but I played a little bit of it. I think it, it might have been the second one because I got tired of messing around with the Batmobile. That it's was like, the. Uh, oh, that's uh, Arkham yeah. Knight. Yeah, I, I. Yeah, I enjoyed it, but yeah, I can say you didn't though. Yeah. Yeah, it, I mean, it was, it was fun, but I, I was just kind of like, uh, it just wasn't wasn't really my thing. But I mean, it, it looks great. I, I like that uh, it's not Batman focused, which I think is is a really cool. Um, with. Uh, play on it and everything. I, I like how you have the other people to sort of that you can play as. Um, to go back to the movie, um, I thought the movie thing was really cool with the vehicle. I was sitting on the vehicle, the Batmobile, prior, but when I saw the flames come out the back of it, I was like, okay, this this beat. looks much much better. It looks the movie looks more realistic mm-hmm. than any of the other ones, and I'll even say even more than the Nolan films. The Nolan films, you have the Batmobile that's climbing up walls and turning into a trike and from a, a tricycle, I'm not a trike, but like a motorbike and a tank. And, uh, it was a real car. Not, it, 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 yeah, but I mean, it's... I mean, Jay Leno has one. Like, he really does. <laughs> <laughs> he has the real fucking thing. This, this, this one seems less comic booky. I mean, the other, it, it, I mean, compared to Batman 89 to, to the Nolan one, obviously the Nolan one is more real, more realistic than the 89 one but i think this one just seems more grounded in like actual like physics of the world and everything and it looks like batman's actually going to do some detective shit because mm-hmm. he's dealing with the riddler where my whole issue with batman in and uh, i forget which nolan film it was but he was he was the dumbest idiot in the fucking movie and just walks up in the fucking bane's trap Catwoman's breaking into his fucking house and he just walks in gets his ass whooped 
and shit like that. I, it, I was like, this is some, this is the this is the stupidest Batman in my fucking life. This one, he's actually doing like some puzzle solving and some shit like that, which I thought was really cool. You saw people uh, online on Twitter trying to figure out the the little um, Zodiac killer type pattern with the the word and the puzzle in terms of like what what he's actually saying, which I thought is really cool, and I look forward to seeing those those mental games. And I, I it's a it's good to see the Riddler done right. Um, I mean, we've lived with the Jim Carrey Riddler for god knows how long uh and at the time yeah we were we were fine with it because that's really all we had to go with but it's good to see like a riddler that's actually legit doing puzzle solving shit you you should have you in gotham the riddler and and gotham was really good like he he was was pretty good yeah he was very uh cunning with his riddles and stuff like that and the fact that he was he worked for the gcpd before. That was an interesting twist, yeah. Yeah, a really good, interesting twist. Can I can I say this too? I don't know. This is all speculation, so don't don't hold me to this. But I got hush vibes from whoever was in that fucking mask in the in the trailer. Oh, the one that had the words written on it. That uh, uh, the tape mask. Yeah, the tape kind of mask or whatever. That seemed to me like possibly a an indication that hush is in this motherfucker. Maybe we I never know. know. There could what? be a surprise. I mean, we've literally only seen Hush, uh, as far as I know, on screen live action in um, Batwoman. He's the only one that I've seen where we actually see Hush for the first time. Mm. So, well, Hush is in, so in the recent DC animated movies, Hush is in it, and they yeah, did a but... twist with that by Hush being the Riddler. So Riddler is like dying from cancer. And he goes to the Lazarus pit to help him out, but it ends up making him go fucking crazy. And he decides to give up his reeling ways and become Hush to try to take out Batman. But if you read the comics, Hush is a, one of Bruce's childhood friends, pretty much one he like Bruce. He even like killed his own parents. Mm-hmm, so he could yep. get the same sympathy that Bruce was getting. And once he learned that Bruce was Batman, he started to take on the persona of, of Hush. And he actually went as far as getting plastic surgery to look like Bruce Wayne. Well, this is, this is in the game. He, he takes on the faith of Bruce Wayne, tries to blackmail him for stuff, which is crazy. Yeah, I mean, like I said, live action-wise, I've only seen him in Batwoman. And yeah. literally, they do something similar, but not exactly comic right. But, I mean, but he does try to, uh, at least it's hinted that he's going to try to look like Bruce Wayne in the next season of Batwoman. So it could be interesting. Apparently, I mean, because there's people that are casted. If you look on IMDb, they're casting the film, but they don't have, like, a title. There's, like, nothing under them. So there could be some surprises. And I hope there are. I hope there's some surprises in this film. Instead of, like, it being predictable, that'd be all bad. Yeah. So, uh, but Gotham Knight, like we were talking about, I was like... This looks like this might be the one for me definitely to buy. Uh, This is what I thought Arkham City should have been. Arkham City should have been one person played Catwoman, the other person played Batman. And now we get a chance because I thought it was four players, but apparently it's only going to be a two player co-op. And you can play solo if you want. They tell you you can you have the option. I'm, I'm interested to see 
how this is going to play out. It looks like it's going to be fun. It looks like you get crazy gadgets. They literally say, they show you um, in the gameplay trailer, or not trailer, the gameplay video, that the characters play different. Like, uh, Robin can teleport because he can use the watchtower technology. Um, Batwoman plays a bit more like Batman. We don't see Red Hood, and we don't see how Nightwing plays, but I'm hoping they play vastly different. I'm excited. Well, we don't see him play in the in the gameplay. I, I did. Like, uh, was I tripping? Yeah. I, in I the gameplay video? Yeah. Oh. I thought I saw him shooting shit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you see him shooting shit, but like the gameplay one, you actually see Batwoman and Batgirl and Robin play all the way up until they get to Mr. Freeze and they battle Mr. Freeze. Well, yeah, but they, they show mm. cutscenes. Well, not cutscenes. They show, like, small clips of gameplay of the other characters as well. So, I, I like that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna really quickly say, because I didn't get my take on this, for uh, the Batman itself, uh, in terms of going back to the movie, I'm on board. I'm... I got my money. I'm, I'm right there with Blue. I was cautiously kind of on the fence with, with Patterson because I'm not a big fan of him, you know, really based on the stereotype from, you know, 15, 10, 12 years ago with the uh, the, the Twilight movies. But it, it, it looks like an interesting detective-style emo Batman, and I want to see this fucking movie. Dude, I'm excited you now. Know what I, you know what I loved? When people were saying that, when it first got announced and these, these naysayers... Uh, saying like how awesome an actor that Robert Pattinson was, and they were showing the picture of Rob- Robert Pattinson as, um, you know, the guy from Twilight, and saying they're not, you know, hiring this actor, they're hiring this actor, and it was like five movies that nobody fucking saw. <laughs> and I was just like, what the fuck are you even talking? Like I know him as fucking Cedric Diggory, all right? And mm-hmm. Goddamn, <laughs> so, like you pointing out these other movies that nobody fucking saw. If any of those movies made a hundred million dollars. I'd have been fucking hot. If they made fifty million dollars, I'd have been highly surprised. Um, he was. He, he hasn't been in a. He hasn't had a breakout movie. A, a real breakout movie, yeah. Since <clears throat> Twilight and Twilight wasn't wasn't really a breakout. Well, I guess it was. It made money. Right, it made a lot of money. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Twilight, all kinds of money. Since Twilight, he ain't made. He hasn't done shit. He, he made movies, but they weren't. They weren't blockbusters. What about? Well, actually, so actually, uh, in a lot of movies. But I thought of one movie of his. I can't remember what it was, but it was it was awful. Yeah, it's he had like a really bad accent. Yeah, it was, it, he had a really bad accent. He's supposed to play like some thug trying to find his brother who was arrested, who who has like some kind of mental problems, and it was just like I just didn't, I just didn't like it. It was like, and then people were saying like this is one of his best movies, and I watched it. I was like, this is this is worse than Twilight. Well <laughs> to be fair, to be but, fair though, I will say this. I mean, and it, it's a it's a cliche example, but. Robert Downey was in the fucking toilet before that 08 Iron Man. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, he he was like a total 80s has-been. And so we will, we will see what we will see with him. And, and if you rewind the clock a whole lot, Heath Ledger, you can, fi- you can find freezing cold takes of people dissing Heath Ledger's Joker. Before '08, saying that oh, yeah. you know oh, yeah. he's a he, he's a he's a rom com dude. I mean, even even Christian Bale when he got the role for Batman. I mean, mm-hmm. like literally, he went from the Machinist, who nobody saw. I saw the movie. I saw. Mm-hmm. He went from the Machinist to Batman, and it's just mm-hmm. like the Machinist is like it's dark as fuck. First of all, and he weighed like forty five fucking pounds, and he went <laughs> from that to Batman. So it's like 
you know, Robert Pattinson could do a good job. I mean, he didn't look bad in the trailer. Mm. He did not look bad by any stretch of the means, of any means. So, no. Um, you know, do you want to hear? Like, so, 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 just, just a little side note. Since we're talking about like Patterson and Twilight and like that, it's interesting. If, if you guys know Shark Boy and Lava Girl, yeah, yeah, yeah. show that yeah. movie was filmed or came out three years before the first Twilight movie. And uh, the kid who plays the the shark kid, or the yeah the shark kid who it's becomes the wolf guy in Twilight, yeah, <laughs> he 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 literally went from a skinny little tweet little kid to like a muscularly fucking teenager in three fucking years, which it's crazy. So go and look it up, like look it up, and like you can see how he was like this little scrawny kid, and all of a sudden he he gained weight and pedal muscles and stuff like that. Like he definitely changed. That's how I know him too because. Days. It was it was when uh, my oldest daughter was a kid, so I I watched that movie and I was like, oh, that's that kid. Shit, <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. you want to get Ninja, it? Uh, I was gonna say, old ninja, tell us uh, what's going on with Fortnite versus Apple slash Google. Oh, wait, wait, we don't want to stay this with is... uh, we don't want to stay with fandom because that's just like part of the tip of the iceberg. But if you if we want to if we want to talk about it really quick, it's just. So basically, uh, Epic Games, the makers of Fortnite, uh, they have like basically, you know, you can buy stuff. You can buy V Bucks. V Bucks is in game currency in the game where you can buy your skins and whatnot for the game. So if you're playing on uh, iOS, an iOS phone, an Apple phone, iPhone, or an Android phone, you have to go through um, the the store, the Apple store or whatnot, to buy those V-Bucks. And Apple and Google, they get a percentage of that. Well, according to reports, the percentage of each sale is, like, really high, apparently. It's like... I think 30%. It's like 30%, yeah. Almost almost half. Almost half. And so... Epic decided to do... almost a third. Yeah, math is not your strong suit. (laughs) Yeah. What happened to him? You still there? Oh, did we lose old Ninja? He was he was doing such a bad summary that we lost we lost him. <laughs> uh, I'm coming back. There we go. Uh, yeah. So it's it's nearly a third. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Hilarious. but still. It's still a lot. So. He's, ar- I mean, he's arguing. No, well, I mean if anyone's gonna take a third of your money, are you gonna be happy about that? Yeah. Uh, so what Epic decided to do is circumvent the the Play Store and the, the Apple Store and be like, well, you can buy it from us directly. And then Apple and Google were like, well, you can't do that. So we're going to take your product out of our store. So basically, you cannot get Fortnite on your phone, basically. And now there's a dispute because now they're trying to sue uh, Apple and Google trying to sue Epic. Epic trying to counter sue or whatnot, saying they had the legal rights and there was nothing in their contract saying they couldn't do that. So kind of a battle for, for right now you can't play fortnite on your mobile device well you can't you can't buy it but but real quickly it this is a big dick measuring huge. contest oh yeah this yeah. this is this is horse dick measuring at its <laughs> finest this is not for the small dick energy um hmm. epic 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 also makes as as you know chronos has mentioned a bunch of times unreal and the unreal engine and, and you uh, know overwatch and, well no that's activision but I think they might use the engine, oh, right? Oh, it is. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So anyway, a whole bunch of games use Unreal Engine. Epic has, in the gaming world, a giant schlong. Mm-hmm. But Apple and Google, 
from just the entire tech world have giant schlongs, and they have said, you know, from their their terms of agree uh, of agreement with anybody who sells on their store, this is the way we do business. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, and so to circumvent that and battle it and test it, holy fucking shit! Basically, Epic is saying uh, yeah. our game Fortnite is bigger than you, mm-hmm. and I don't know if that's Great. true. That's a big dick contest. Okay, so let me, uh, yeah. let me break down things from like a PC gamer because I think the rest of you guys really play PC games at all, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so for the mm-hmm. PC gaming aspect, um, Windows, my, Microsoft does not charge Epic or anybody else any extra fee to be on their platform. They definitely don't fucking charge them 30% for microtransactions. Exactly. And so this is traditionally the uh piece this is the traditionally the the market for non-console games even with console games i don't think sony or, or microsoft charges 30 a 30 fee off of a microtransaction to, to me that seems like really stupid and i don't know what really their number expensive. is but they might charge something sorry no. well for pcs they don't charge anything yeah. No, I'm, talk- I'm, I'm talking about for the consoles i was talking about for the consoles yeah i don't think for the consoles they, they don't charge anything extra for the for the developer um, for some extra fee. Like, to me, I believe that Apple and Android are totally in the wrong here. I don't know why Ooh. they're charging these extra markups for shit that they didn't develop. They're, they're allowing them to be on their, on their platform, but people, they're more willing to be on your platform depending on how much content that you have. And Ooh. I think that's what they're missing. That's the reason why... Apple will never be bigger than Microsoft is because Apple has always tightened up who can be on their platform and they have this really tight control that people don't like and so they're trying to like expand this into other areas and they're gonna fuck they're, they're gonna continue to lose um, and I don't I don't really understand how they don't seem to see that like it just from a, a gaming a PC gaming standpoint why are you trying to nickel and dime a developer off of everything that, that they made? You didn't make you didn't you put zero dollars into the development and they already had to pay to be on your platform, which Windows doesn't do at all. Does, so, but does Valve or does Steam? Steam Steam well uh, that's what I was gonna get into that. Steam okay. and Epic sometimes do as well, but this is why I don't like either I don't like when they do that either. It's like listen, I don't give a shit about this whole like it's easy to have shit in one place. I'm an old school PC gamer. But when I downloaded a game, it says my fucking hard drive. I don't need to go through some fucking other goddamn portal to get to the game that I already bought. You know what I mean? Mm. And so if they went back to that model, I'd be fucking way happier. It's cool to like to see the Steam interface. Don't get me wrong, and see all that shit. And for that, there should be like a one-time fee to get on the platform. It shouldn't be that I constantly get paid off of every single transaction yeah. past the point of you getting on my platform. It's fucking bullshit. Plus, like... Oh, sorry. Your voice no, cut out. I thought you were going to talk. No, I'm, I'm done. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, it, it's like it's kind of like a mob boss offering, like, protection. Be like, yo, you need to pay your cut <laughs> or whatever for, for protection in this neighborhood or whatever. Yeah. But And they're, they're charging 30%, but you know who they aren't doing that to? Amazon. Yeah. They're, exactly. they're not doing it. They're not doing it to, like, Starbucks, other... other Big businesses where, yeah, you're you're on the app store purchasing, but they're not going to Jeff Bezos and being like, yo, 
we're taking 30 percent of all tra- transactions that are happening through the app like that ain't happening mm. no yeah that's, fucked I mean, up. that's a great the, point you know, even, yeah, even, to, yeah. even to the extreme point android goes so far as to allow um shit amazon to have their own app store inside their own store mm. and they don't i don't think they charge them hardly anything for that shit like the whole app yeah. the whole android the whole android store thing is is literally inside of android and like what epic could do is they could just have the app on their site like you can download their app from their site and be able to access it that way like you don't need the google store to be able to do that you you, you don't but for the vast majority of people it's inconvenient because you have to click on extra shit because like even with like the when i just talked about the amazon stuff a, a lot of amazon apps you have to like click on extra shit to get it to work on your phone um, mm-hmm. now, now you don't but you used to have to do that you have to like say you have to do like unknown apks in your phone or some shit it's just a pain in the ass yeah and if you're not a computer person yeah. you're just like what the fuck is this you'll probably say no um, yeah and if uh I, you're gonna talk about the like user base about fortnite yeah i mean really quick. I, was gonna, I was gonna i was good I, I was gonna say also uh Fortnite put out that whole, what is it, a 1984 troll job commercial or whatever? <laughs> oh, that's right. Fortnite was ready. Fortnite was like, yo, this is going to happen. They're going to take us off the store and then boom, draw up the lawsuit paperwork, ready for it, because we about to go to war. And they did, and they were already out with the PR campaign with it, with the uh, with the commercial, and, I mean, with the, uh, the event and stuff. So it was a very strategic move by Fortnite. Fort- Fortnite's going hunting for heads right now. Yeah, I mean they got the weight to do it. They have the power. I mean seriously. Yeah. I honestly, I, I it, to me, it's, it's not enjoyable to play like games like that on a phone. I've done it before. I played Fortnite and um, the other one, uh, PUBG, PUBG, on my phone, and it's mm-hmm. just not—they're not—it's not great for me to play. I need a keyboard and mouse yeah. or a controller. But um, yeah, I, I think that the power that Apple thinks they have is non-existent. They have a large stock price, but as far as their market shares go, this is the problem that I've always had with with, with Apple. Apple has been number two, three, or four. Has been, they've never been number one for anything, except for the the iPhone, and I'm mm-hmm. sorry, and the iPod for a brief period of time. They no longer have the number one spot for the iPhone, and nobody buys an iPod anymore because that iPod doesn't really exist. So they are, they have this weird spot in marketing right now where they have like a shitload of stock, but their actual products aren't really being bought. So well, wouldn't you say, I, I mean, I think the iPad is sold quite well though. Yeah, but they're being outsold by the fucking, by the Android devices by far. Like they, they, they're not number one in tablets. They're not. Neither they're not number know. one in phones. They're not number one in home computers. Like, I don't understand why they have this. Are, we, are, we, are we talking about like, like sales? Sales? I mean, I obviously sales I'm not an yeah. Apple person in terms of like. I mean, I prefer I prefer Android, my Samsung, and stuff like that. But yeah. I know that there are a lot of Apple fanboys. Yeah, I'm, I'm a little sketch on the on the oh, yeah. tablet one, but definitely on phones and home computers, they are nowhere near number one. But I need to look up the tablet one because I, okay. I, I didn't know another off the top of my head. But for certain, when it comes to like home computers, they are nowhere near number one, and they never have been. Never. 
And with and with phones, they were number one for like a minute, but Android is crushing them right now. Yeah, the iPad was popular back in in the first quarter of 2014. That's when they saw the highest revenue stream. But then after that, their their numbers went down dramatically. And as I'm looking at hmm. at uh, what site is this? Statistia. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the iPad has never been like serious, like that popular because it's. It's overpriced. <laughs> yeah, dude. The people, last people assume that it's number one, but it's it, they're not. They just have good marketing. So since I'm looking at since 2014, Apple has been the second best mobile phone selling. Yeah. Number one's been Samsung since 2014. Yeah. It all the way up to literally quarter one and quarter two of 2020. Actually, no. Quarter one and quarter two of 2020, they dropped to number three. And that's just that's just with Samsung. But when you look at like Android as a as a whole, if you look at OSs, like they're getting crushed. Like, oh yeah, crushed. But they can have. Can like, Blackberry's making a comeback? What's up? I can hear that Blackberry's making a comeback. No, they're, they're... yeah, they've been saying that since <laughs> yeah. 2015, since Obama was in office. Yeah. And it's even when you know when they announced the uh, the i what was that first i pro not the i product remember that the first computer that when they made oh, a comeback go. the crazy color computer iMac oh, the, the iMac the yeah iMac? there we go the iMac when the iMac first came out the iMac didn't thrust them into the number one spot for personal computers they didn't nope. wasn't even close and the only reason why you have iMacs right why you had iMacs back then. Is because uh, Bill Gates decided to invest in Apple. If Bill Gates didn't invest in Apple, you wouldn't even have an Apple right now. And I'm not on Bill Gates's dick or anything like that, but literally, you would not have an Apple right now if it wasn't for him. And they—they've always been uh, form over function, and over time, most people realize that. And that's why they haven't really been selling that great. They, they sold great for a certain period of time, but they haven't innovated shit for years. Like, I would say since Steve Jobs passed away, even before that, they didn't innovate shit. I remember when the fucking iPhone first came out and people were like, they couldn't copy and paste things on their phone. I was like, are you fucking serious? How, how do you use this thing? Oh, <laughs> no, it feels really cool to use. It's really responsive. I'm like, but you can't do basic functions. I'm like, yeah, but I like the interface. It's just like, but you can't do basic functions. Like, what the fuck? It's it's like you owning a, a car stereo and you couldn't click on the next track. <laughs> what the fuck? Or you couldn't turn, like, to a different station. Yeah. You're stuck to... <laughs> so, so, so who do you, who do you all think is going gonna, is gonna to win this? That's, that's what I'm trying to make sure I'm on the same page. Win what? The mobile phone? Yeah, I think it'll probably well, be uh, Epic. Oh, ep oh yeah, 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 Epic for sure. Yeah. I think Epic's I think gonna it'll get I think it'll get settled. Yeah, I don't think it'll come to actual a verdict or whatever because yeah, then I, that has potential to completely change the game in terms of like making case law and what it is that they can actually yeah. charge people. Well, yeah, I think, yeah, I think, I think, I think that'll actually. Can yeah. I say this though? So, uh, I will say, even though Epic has a huge swing in terms of you know. Their boldness with this they are hurting themselves too i mean it's not again it's both 
Android and Apple saying、mm-hmm. you cannot buy Fortnite. And I believe,、uh, don't quote me, but I believe the other Epic、uh, entities are not being sold on, on Apple or Android products either. I think、oh, it's probably not. Yeah, I think, it, it, I think it's a lot. Now, in terms of your growth, and you talk about your revenue and your,、uh, your forecasting for the next quarter or next year, if you're not able to sell on either one of those big two, that's risky. So, it, it, is, it is risky. I, I will say that. But I think,、uh, I think in, if, it, if this goes to court, then this could get ugly. And if at any point Apple or Google will see that they could lose a case, they will, I think Stitch could be right. They'll end up settling at a court, they'll end up dropping their fees and then being back on the platform. Yeah, I, I because if, if it goes to court and a settlement happens, then it essentially it breaks their entire marketplace, which, which hurts Apple and Google more than it hurts Fortnite. Fortnite,、exactly. in theory, can. Can take this like temporary loss for the greater good of, let's say, even they cut their percentage down from 30% that they have to pay out to 15%. That's a huge fucking win for them.、Mm-hmm. Where it's like Apple, they lose everything or whatever if they end up letting this go to the court, case law is made and saying, yo, you guys can't take off the top anymore. Then their whole, then that, they lose a way, way, way more revenue than Fortnite and Epic would. Yeah, I, I just、um, I don't see how this is going to end well for Apple and, and Android because they're, they're asking for too much as far as I'm concerned.、Um, Epic is already paying them a fee to get their product on their platform, and they're asking them after they're giving them that fee to give them an extra fee on top of that 30% on top of all microtransactions. And that's fucking bullshit.、Mm-hmm. Like, that, 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 app- is, that is insane to me. That that should be legal. Epic has their own store. Yeah. And, They and, do. And Epic, the Epic store has their problems too.、Um, but they're not charging these sorts of rates for like. I don't think the Epic store is charging for microtransactions on a product that is on their platform. And that's, that's the main problem. It's like, it doesn't make any sense to me how, how they would think that that should be legal. You know what I mean? Because they, they, they put literally zero.、Yeah. Effort into the code that goes into the game. They're going to give them the APK, but the actual code that's being written and the enjoyment of the people that are using it, that has nothing to do with them. So you don't deserve any of that shit. Can I get, can I get into some awesome uh, uh, tea that needs to be spilt?、Um, we all learned that、uh, your boy, Jerry Falwell Jr. Loves himself some bisexual cuckoldry. This was all so, over the internet. So, who, who the hell, boy, who the hell boy is this cuckoldry? Dude? Who the hell is、so、this he, dude? Why is he, is he important? He is,、uh, I, I, he's Jerry Falwell Jr., so the son of Jerry Falwell,、um, huge religious figure,、uh, the, I think, president or high, senior level administrator Liberty. for Liberty University,、uh, a private.、Yes. Private,、uh, private religious、uh, school, a very large one,、uh, huge、uh, Trump donor,、uh, very prominent figure in the religious conservative movement in general. And 
Uh, he's also been someone who's been very outright uh, uh, against the LGBT community. Uh, I think that's, you know, I think that's fair to say. I think he, he would even admit that. And he, he and his wife, uh, and again, it's no, it, it feels like it's nobody's business, but the pool boy spilled that tea. <laughs> he and his wife, uh, both, it seems, and some other business partners like to get fucked uh, by, by said pool boy. Um, and he resigned from his, his post at, the, uh, at this university. And um, this is the the biggest thing in all of cuckoldry. What do y'all think? I mean, if you well, what is it? What is it that Ella Darling just said? If you feel like you need to suck your dick, then suck a dick. So <laughs> if, if you don't do that, but don't try to come after you know everybody else because you want to suck a dick and then try to shame other people for sucking dicks. What the fuck? So I mean, he, if you're he runs be a, at you. He he wants what? He runs like Bigot University. Uh, well, pretty much. Uh, yep. Well, then, I mean, um, you got caught. You got got. So own up and just know that, you know, cuckolding is, I guess, reached the uh, the executive branch or whatever or high, or whatever, whatever the hell these people are. I guess a religious hierarchy. You know. Essentially, I mean, Liberty, Liberty University is a is a is a big university. For the evangelistic, heavy conservative Christian population, uh, I believe it's in like Lynchburg, Virginia. Um, That's right. But <laughs> they, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, uh, message. Uh, <laughs> do have a lot of, I guess, political weight in terms of like what they say and and what it is that they, I guess, what, I guess, how big they believe their their dick is and everything. Um, and, you know, you know I mean, how big it was. Even when, oh. when the whole. Cor- I miss that. I said he knew how big the dick measuring contest was because the dick was in his mouth, probably. Just saying. Oh, damn. Yeah. Damn. I mean, he, he, his university was literally the first one to open in the midst of the coronavirus pandemic, saying, oh, yeah, we're we going to have kids here. This is like back in like, like April, like May. Or whatever. He's just—he's off the wall with like his ridiculousness and his—he's uh, a huge, obviously, Trump supporter, and and they have so many problematic things going on there in terms of they act completely holier than thou uh, in terms of especially against like anti-LGBTQ um, laws and perception and just uh, imagery. So for him to be caught up in this whole craziness of going against pure Christian values as that entire university likes to preach and uh, promote and, and demonize others for not being a part of the entire, the, the head president, dean, or whatever the fuck position he is officially at that university, for him to be caught up in this is just like, oh, wow, hypocrisy. No, it's, to me, it, this is expected behavior. All right. Um, most of these crazy motherfuckers that are all against like some certain marginalized group and they're always preaching hate against them i'm always skeptical of like hey especially when it comes to like any sort of sexual orientation i'm like you're probably that sexual orientation and you're embarrassed about it because the way you're brought up taught you to be embarrassed about it when you could have just came clean the whole time you know what i mean just been honest with yourself and others around you and you would have been accepted instead you decided to um you know preach hate and 
really go after these people that are just like you because you hate part of yourself instead of accepting part of yourself. So I think that's a huge problem that most of these people don't really seem to understand. So anytime any of this shit comes out, I'm not surprised at all. This is why I'm, I'm, I'm not ever going to go against like somebody that is gay or has like some weird fetish unless it, unless it's non-consenting fetish that that's where i draw the line is where if somebody cannot consent about you know whatever kind of sexual act they want to commit then yeah that's where i draw the line but anything other than that if you're consenting adults why the fuck do you give a shit about what they're doing in their life like that has nothing to do with you if you're enjoying yourself i don't really give a shit um and all these clowns, they, they keep getting caught with the same nonsense. Preaching against, you know, homosexuality or, you know, adulterism and blah, blah, blah. Meanwhile, you know, their life is full of adultery and, and you know, all these sorts of acts that they would consider vile. Because they're trying to cover it up. Because they want, because they're appealing to a base that they know will accept them for being who they think they are but they're really not and they're not they're not being honest uh yeah just it it needs to stop and stop believing somebody that you believe is totally holier than thou i can guarantee you that they're not people are fallible all right if joe olstein had a video of him sucking a dick i wouldn't be surprised seriously wouldn't be surprised at all so i'll I'll just I'll, i'll leave it at that don't be holier than thou don't even attempt to it Skate, skate. Holy shit, y'all. Um, do we do we do we want to wrap? Uh, do we want to do the B the bees? Yeah, we didn't cover most of the fucking. I know. The there's, rest there's, of always, there's always <laughs> going to be more stuff, though. That's fine. I, yeah, I mean, let, do we? If we don't have any B the bees, let, let's kind of kind of wrap it. Do we have any? I'm asking. Uh, I don't think. So, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't want to talk about it. was a TV show that I was watching. Oh, oh go, ahead. go ahead. Lovecraft. Yeah. Lo- we didn't talk about Lovecraft country. I mean, yeah, no, let's, let's do that. Yeah, let's, let's do that before we, yeah, before we break. Sorry. Yeah. So Lovecraft country episode two. Um, it wasn't as good as episode one, but I still enjoyed it. However, there was a huge, like there was a plot hole problem in the very beginning of the, of the show. Which is weird. They never got resolved. There was other shit that got resolved that was like weird in the show. Um, it, the the this episode was kind of confusing for probably most people because it has to do with like reality being kind of twisted, which is kind of weird. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. Uh, once they eventually kind of resolved all that, it made sense. But still, there's a problem in the beginning of the of the show of like how they got to a certain place so quickly and how they couldn't get back to the same point in any sort of reasonable manner was very strange to me. Like when they went, when they left the, the, the mansion and they went somewhere and they couldn't get, like, it seemed like they got there like immediately and they had to walk back like through the woods and it took like fucking forever. And I was just like, what the fuck? There's like, the continuity here is like really bad. Did y'all notice that? Are you talking about like Stylo? Yeah, when they, Where, when, when, they were... when they left the the mansion, and then they went to see like the person with like the dogs and shit like that, the chick with the yeah. dogs, like it... I I I had the same thing. I had to I had to rewind my my. I was like, did I completely black out on something? Yeah, like how did how did we get here? Like all of a sudden, 
and I was like, I feel like I, I missed like a good two minutes of of how the fuck they ended up there because they leave the dinner and all of a sudden they're running down some stairs in the the, the barn or whatever. I was like, well, I was like, what? How, why? Why are why are we here? How did we get here? Yeah. And so I was really confused on that, and I was just like, uh, okay, that seems like I'm missing something, or it was just edited wrong or something. So that I was I was really confused on that. Yeah. Yeah. Agree. Like, especially when they were like. It took them so long. To, like, they had to go through, like, a whole scene to get back, and that's where, like, shit happened. And I was just like, yep. why is it taking them so long to get back to, like, where they just literally fucking were? And so I hope that they don't have... This is, yeah. like... To me, this is, like, a Zack Snyder-level continuity <laughs> hole. Where I was just like, what the fuck is going on here? Why are they there? And then they can't get back for some reason. It just seemed really odd. But other than that... All right. Um, I, I enjoyed the rest of the episode. It was just that part was like really strange. I, I'm going to say this. Uh, I love this episode. Obviously, you know, uh, they had some big reveals. We learned about Letty. We learned about Tick's family. Mm -hmm. uh, we learn. I mean, there's some spoilers. Um, I think it's been two weeks. So, the, yes, there's going to be some spoilers in here. It's been a, it's been a few days. Yeah, a couple days. It's yeah, but I mean the show the the show start started airing two weeks ago. Yeah, so. but the latest episode was on Sunday. Yeah, it's the forty eight hour roll. We're good. Okay. okay. Um, you learn that uh, basically Tick's father is not perhaps who he thinks it is, and you see Tick's mama getting down with Tick's uncle mm -hmm. as the love of his life, basically in a, in a flashback. I thought that was amazing, and I thought that Uncle George, I think is his name, uh, yeah. you know, basically was just like, hey, I can't remember his exact quote. It, it was so uh, poetic, but he was just like, we don't let them see us stressing or or crying over this. You know, that's how they win. We're, we're going to get through this. You know, we're stronger than this. We're better than this. And then you actually have ancestors, slave ancestors, leading Tick through hell, basically. There, there's a lot going on in this, man. I, I just, I enjoyed quite a bit that was going on. Go ahead, Old Ninja. Uh, yeah, there, it, like Connor said, it is kind of confusing because they play, it's like you're in a, a house of, like, horrors, pretty much. And, mm -hmm. like, they kind of figured it out pretty quick. If that were me, I'd have been like, either someone slipped me a roofie, or I'm sick or something, because this is all bad. Unless you're Letty, because, like, Letty almost took Serpent Dick to the face, so you know something <laughs> bad there, because that was kind of all bad. But then, like, you see this weird, like, there's this weird Adam and Eve, like, uh, storyline thing, but then it, it turns out that, like, Tick is a descendant of a, of a slave owner from, like, the 1870s or whatnot, and... and he may have like some latent power perhaps uh, it was like it was like craziness and then we get to see tick's dad now i i figured his reveal would have been a little bit different but he like comes out of the ground and i was like shouldn't he been out of the ground like a week or so ago because <laughs> they've been looking for him but uh it was kind of weird to me yeah. but still uh, yeah i didn't know how they knew he was gonna pop pop up right at that spot whatever I was like, I was, I was really confused on that. And um, the, so, something that's bothering me is like these, 
uh, the uncle, his like Negro spider sense is, is bad or whatever. <laughs> like, he just, he's just constantly doing like some dumb shit or whatever from someone that is supposed to be very wise to everything that's going on like around him. They need well, skeptical Negro. Like, I mean, even with the first episode, what's that? I said they need skeptical Negro. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah exactly. It's it's it, it, he's not like some teenage kid where it's like, all right, maybe he doesn't know. Like he's an old wise head dude or whatever that publishes books on things on on like safe passage for blackers and shit. Oh. And so in the first episode, he's just completely whatever stupid to the whole like, hey, this we might be in some danger here or whatever because all these other clues are saying, yeah, this this ain't right. Or whatever, and Tick has more sense of everything going on around him than he does. And then, in this this episode, like even during the dinner, he's acting like all entitled and shit, and just like standing up, causing a scene in this rich white person's mansion or whatever. I'm just like, yo, chill the fuck out. Like you may be right or whatever by thinking that. All right, yeah, we're, we're blood in here, but like you're, you're just a little bit too strong about it. Where it's just like, okay. It, it didn't make sense to me. And then also when he was like, all right, we need to get the fuck out of here. So we're just going to drive off in the middle of the night from this mansion. Uh, remember the last time you drove in the middle of the night? How that fucking <laughs> turned out? Like, so why are we doing it again? Okay, so so this part, Stitch, is where like, so I thought about it too as well. But in the end of the, end of the episode, it's where there was at least some level of like memory, memory manipulation. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. I think that's why that happened because he was he they made them forget key issues that happened like just days ago like they because remember when they were talking to him and they were just like that didn't happen why are we here like what's going on but only Tick knew what was really going on because the, the other ones basically got some sort of mind wipe towards certain certain things so I think that he forgot on purpose and they remember like at the end when they. Made him, <coughs> Get the memories back, and they were started screaming because they're like, "Holy shit! All this shit fucking happened." Mm-hmm. They forgot about everything. Okay, I thought it. I thought he got it back, but I, I might be wrong on that. I thought he had had it back before he decided no. to throw him off. So I could be wrong. Okay. It, yeah, they didn't get the memories back until uh, I think it was it was a chick. Was it a woman that gave yeah. memories? No, back? chick. Yeah, the daughter. Uh, yeah. What? I, I don't even know his name. Uh, basically, Tony Goodwin's character. I, I forgot what he was called, but it doesn't matter though. At this point, but still, he it was just it was just craziness. Yeah, and then Crazy. the whole spiritual like like theon shit thing that was really weird. Like the whole house is fucked up. Now the fuck up. I'm just like, okay, wh- where are we going here now? So normally I don't like to watch the the uh, preview for the next episode, but I was like, I really want to because like I was just. Unfortunately, turned off by a lot of shit that went on in this episode. Hmm. That's fair. Um, I, I enjoyed I it, but to, that's all right. Yeah, I, I had to. I have to go with kind of like because I've discussed like Cthulhu uh, before with uh, the Oathbreaker like a while ago, and I have to remember like what Lovecraft wrote about was a lot about madness and like just mm-hmm. craziness and creatures. So I, I was like, I have to remember that this show is not supposed to be based on reality. Even though it takes elements from our history, there's still going to be craziness involved in the show. So I have to remember that's going to be in there, that we're going to be kind of fucked with narratively 
in the show. So I'm like, okay, I got to remember Lovecraft's writing was weird. So the show is along that same lines. So be prepared for more weirdness. So I'm, oh, yeah. Was what I'm expecting. I'm expecting more fucking weird shit to happen. So. <laughs> I just love the fact that Omar from The Wire is still fucking with HBO. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Saw it too. <laughs> I was surprised right. to see him too. I was like, "Is that is that him?" I was like, "Oh shit, it is." Yeah, Omar coming. <laughs> <laughs> Please, dude. Oh man. All right. Um, I'm gonna wrap. Let's let's wrap it on up. Blue, blue. What you got populating this week? Oh shit. Um, well, first of all, yesterday was uh, the sweetest night anniversary, our three year anniversary. So, hey. oh, congratulations! Three. We made it three. Fucking best best wedding I ever been to happened three years ago, <laughs> but um, <laughs> because of the whole COVID thing, like we didn't really do much. You know, a lot of places aren't really open, so we we did like take out and ate at, at home. Um, I did start my new job this week, so I'm like in kind of training mode, trying to figure out how everything works, and you know, it, it's kind of hard to train with somebody when you know you're just doing a video conference and you don't really get to like ask too many questions, and there's like lagging on the video conferences and like you're constantly asking like hey what did you say can you repeat yourself because things aren't working right um but there, there's there's some cool uh company perks like i i got a facebook portal which is like this tablet video chatting thing right here which is kind of cool um but this weekend i don't think i got much going on just you know getting used to the new job and uh, oh actually i got a hopefully it's gonna happen but i got a photo shoot i'm doing this weekend uh, with my friend um, from Cisco, you guys, you guys met her. I did a photo shoot at that Silicon Valley Comic Con. She was the Spider, she was Spider Gwen, or oh, yeah. Spider, Spider Gwen Venom, or you know, something you know like that. You know what's hilarious is that she worked yeah. the same company as K Mac. Yeah, yeah, she does. I remember yeah. that. But uh, I'm doing a photo shoot. I'm doing a photo shoot with her, and she's gonna. She's she's like big into cosplay now. Like the stuff, like her her collection is up there, but she's. She's revealing a new cosplay of her, and she's allowed me to be the, the photographer for this. But this has been planned for the last couple of weeks. Like, we were supposed to do it last week, but then we had the, the thunderstorms, and everything was crazy. And the following week after that, we had the forest fire, so the air quality hasn't been great. So it's been kind of a, a challenge to kind of get together and, and do this photo shoot. But hopefully it, it goes down this weekend. So I'm kind of looking forward to that because it's been a while since I've been behind the camera. Good shit. Kronos, what you got? Um, what's going on? So, if y'all are curious, the, the Infinity Base is basically done. Um, it's hey. like me being able to move hey. into it. So, or us, but basically now it's just me moving into it. Um, I can move into it. I just need to, like, basically right now, I'm just moving shit out so I can move in. <laughs> so, I feel like this weird, like, dance where I have to, like, move shit out of the Infinity Base or into a corner and then move my shit that's right where I'm sitting right now into the infinity base and a bunch of other shit and then putting the stuff that was in the infinity base right now back in the garage so it's like this whole weird dance i gotta do but it's done i, I did the network drop uh last week um the network the wi-fi is already up uh it's ready to be plugged into and all that shit i just gotta clean and and just move shit around and then hopefully next week uh i'll be moved in if, if not next week then i'm gonna take a couple days off of work just to make sure that I can actually move everything in there, and then I'll be moved in. So, top, max two weeks that I'm in that fucking building. 
All right, because this, this is know. huge. Yeah, yeah, cause it's been a long mm-hmm. time coming, but it's a, it's all done. It's got electricity. It's got fucking network. It's got a floor. It's got everything I need to move in. So I've got literally no fucking excuse. Everything else that I have to do with it is ancillary. Doesn't fucking mm-hmm. like, it'll get done after I move in. But yeah, I need to get the fuck out of this garage. And then once I get out of the garage, um, you you will get at least more content from me, <laughs> at least. Um, so I'll be able to like talk about stuff in a non-embarrassing background um, with like my refrigerator <laughs> and my garage door wall and like my washer and dryer in the background. And, actually, and right now in the Infinity Base, here I'll give you a quick preview of like what it looks like in my garage right now. This is looking to because nobody gets to see this, but this is how it looks right now. See all that shit that's all oh. down? Yeah, it's real bad because I have no fucking space to put anything. These are all comics and video <laughs> games and shit like that that I need to fucking put in a spot. <laughs> But I have nowhere to fucking put it. I have nowhere to fucking put it. <laughs> so once I move into the infinity base, it'll all get put in there. So yeah, that's uh. And I'm not even gonna point to the other side of the garage because it's even more fun. <laughs> There's like two motorcycles, a Peloton, and boxes and comics. So yeah, look forward to the the podcast kind of leveling up after uh, we get to move into the new location. So that's all I got. Oh, just real quick before you no. switch gears. So the um, my friend who I'm photographing her Instagram, if you want to check her out, is fabulously.nerdy on Instagram. So check her out. You can see some of the pictures I've done. Um, she definitely tagged me in them. But yeah, definitely go go and check her out. Good shit. Shit, what you got? Um. Well, it was really encouraging to see like the weather cleared up today. Um. Like I went outside because I just had to like bring the recyclable can in or something like that. Oh wow, it could be. So that part was really uh, pleasantly surprising. So if it's okay tomorrow, maybe I might try to barbecue something. I was thinking about doing like one of those like uh, those drunken chickens where you like uh, put the beer can inside the chicken and everything. Because so I've, I've had them before. People that I always cooked it or had it cooked for me put like a Bud Light or a Coors Light in it. And I'm just like, I'm getting no fucking flavor wow. from that or whatever. So it's <laughs> like you're just adding moisture, but it's, yeah, it's. Yeah. Just kind of what the fuck. So, I might try. I might try to do that depending <laughs> if the weather is permitting tomorrow to just to constantly expand my my cooking whatever vocabulary uh, arsenal. You should have some whiskey. And then other than that, just plain... oh jeez, I never thought about that. That would be uh, urban. It'd be interesting, but also probably expensive if the that amount of whiskey. No, no, no. Yeah. Dilute it in the beer. That might be interesting. No, no, no. So, hold on. Oh, dilute it in the beer. Okay. Before you catch shit on fire, definitely dilute the whiskey. (laughs) 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 Are you going to have a fucking explosion? Yeah. He's all before you start another fire. Holy shit. Well, well, try try and do it with like a a decent, uh, like a decent stout with some some whiskey added into it. That way you can like taste it. So, something. Yeah. Yeah, that would be pretty good. Uh, I'm going to pork again one day. What's, what, say again? Your, your, your pulled pork that you used to make? Yeah. yeah. It's, it's been a minute. Oh, gosh, it's so good. Yeah. Well, ne- I mean, next time, you know, we do, when we get together after the Rona, we'll do it, I think, food night or just like a whole party and we'll get together again. I, I'm, I'm Man, epic, mm, epic food night was so epic. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah, I might. Um, I saw that. Uh, what's it called? Birds of Prey was on. I guess HBO Max. So I might watch that just to. Oh God! Watch oh, that God. train wreck. <laughs> I, yeah, since it's since it's I free, mean, I you, might just watch it just to see. I mean, if you have nothing else to do and like you organize your sock drawer and clip your toenails and whatnot, I guess it's worth like a sit down. Yeah. So that's uh, that's about it. All I got going on. Old Ninja, what you got? So, uh, I actually started uh, some online classes. So, I'm doing an online class. I'm doing Udacity. Doing some stuff to, like, uh, get some my programming skills Not back cool. up to snuff. Uh, You're trying so, to program for OnlyFans. Why don't you quit lying, man? Uh, if, yeah. Bella Thorne, if Bella Thorne can make a million dollars in 24 hours, I'm trying to get that 30% like Apple and Google. <laughs> that's, what that's what i'm trying to do uh trying to play some of these games i've been playing some gears 5 with some friends um getting back into finishing some of these games i have a huge like backlog i'm actually trying to pick up a copy of ghost of tsushima but it's been sold out from where i've been so at. so i gotta wait um, either order it or wait a couple days, either one. You know what's funny? Is but I was going to say you could borrow mine, but there's a new fucking DLC that's going to drop. Yeah, yeah that's, why, that's why I'm buying <laughs> it. Like, nah, DLC's coming. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'm going to get it because the DLC's uh, it. Yeah, that's why I'm going to get it. I want to beat it before the DLC drops. And then, like, um, Control's got literally DLC, I think, today. Uh, so I'm trying to finish that and play, like, I guess you can buy the bundle of their DLC. So I'm going to try to get that. Uh, other than that, just like uh, waiting for Lovecraft Country, gaming, uh, yeah, that's it. You know what I got? Um, uh, they they dropped a trailer and they have an actual release date for uh, Call of Duty uh, Black Ops Cold War that looks fucking exciting. Playing a whole shit ton of uh, Dying Light uh, with a whole squad, which has uh, been really good. And they actually have a new DLC on a five year old game. Um, and then the big news for me on a personal level is it uh, looks like we got some offers from our, from our house, so I'll be doing some moving during the Rona. Fuck every human being on this planet that decides to piss or shit in a home where they are actually just uh, doing a walkthrough. Fuck all of y'all. You're nasty. You're stank. Go to hell. God, you a hypocrite. Dang. So we're, we're going to Canada, right? You come to Canada with me? Just, I'm saying... Chile, like <laughs> British Columbia, I'm fucking coming eventually in the next Dude, I, I, five years or so. I, probably less than that. I, yeah, give, give, give me some give me some years. Let me let me uh, yeah. let me see what I can do with uh, with this move. But I'm I'm really really excited about it. My kids are fucking uh, jumping oh, off the wall. I want to say uh, it was really cool for us to get together and let our kids like talk uh, on on uh, on hangouts the other day um, for. Uh, those that like are really struggling like mentally and shit like that in terms oh, yeah. of like just being secluded and away from friends it's probably a, a good old group FaceTime uh, helps and everything just for your, your mental sanity you don't even have to especially if you have kids and, I mean, and everything I mean I <laughs> my kid doesn't talk or anything so it was more for your guys sanity than, than, than my daughter but uh, I'm sure it, for those that are going through some crazy shit just being cooped up in the house with kids and everything being able to do a group chat or just FaceTime with somebody, it definitely helps for the mental health of, of the parents and I'm sure the kids as well. Real quick, uh, one quick thing. 
the thing that's fucked up, I got two school-age kids. Um, this is a form of fucking torture with this remote learning in some ways. Not that I'm against it, but not being able to... Imagine going being a fifth grader and not being able to actually see your friends. The whole reason why you actually enjoy school, for the most part, is being able to interact with your fucking friends and tell your jokes and shit. You don't go to learn fucking history and civics. You, yeah. you want to see your fucking friends. Like... And that's that's hard, and 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 I, I cringe for uh, the kids that are kind of having to deal with it. It sucks. No, you, you Go know ahead. what? I, I'm gonna keep it 100 for everybody right now. What I cringe for is that, you know, obviously, <laughs> like me, everybody on this podcast that has kids. Well, actually, school age kids is pretty pretty much just me in, in Prodigy. The problem that I have is that both both of us we're gonna have we have affluent kids. All right, so we can afford to have distance learning. The problem is here in America is that there are kids that don't. I, I saw, I, I knew this before, you know, they started talking about starting school again with remote learning. I'm like, how the fuck are poor people going to do remote learning? How are they mm-hmm. going to do that? You, you're assuming that everybody in, in America has fucking Wi-Fi. They don't. I saw a story today with kids literally sitting in a parking lot of a Taco Bell. And they had to ask Damn. for the Wi-Fi password from the employees to get on the Shit. Wi-Fi to fucking learn. This is America. And this is where we're at in America in fucking 2020. And people don't want to talk about it because they don't want to realize that people are poor here in America. And you might be like, oh, why don't they just make more money? Or, you know, I talked about the universal basic income like a long time ago. I'm like, why we should have it. It's for shit like this. You know what I mean? And for people to say like, Oh well, if somebody has UBI, they wouldn't work ever again. Okay, so you're thinking about poverty as like a as a personality flaw when it's literally just an income flaw. It's an income flaw. That's all it is. Yep. All right. That's all it is. That's all it's ever been. That's a huge problem to me. Um, when you made minimum wage, why did you start making more money? Because you wanted to better your mm-hmm. life. So why the mm-hmm. fuck would somebody else that had a floor of minimum wage? not want to continue out of minimum wage. Like, nobody wants to be fucking poor. And this is the... It's a huge problem that I think a lot of America has because they don't realize that people are poor. And sometimes it's not really their fault. You know? It's like... It's it's where they're born. It's where they are. Or maybe they just started at the bottom and, they, and it's hard for them to get off the bottom. But they want to get off the bottom. Nobody wants to just sit at the fucking bottom. Yep. So... And... And people need to care more, yeah. care about each other. Just give a fuck yeah. about somebody, you know. Anyway, yeah. this is getting too long. I don't want to get. Into, we'll talk about it maybe next time, or maybe another <laughs> yeah. that I'll do. But it's just America's. It's getting more and more fucked up. Hence Canada. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> Take us out, old danger. All right, you just experienced Black and Black Times Infinity. Thank you, podcast on the internet. Check us out everywhere on the internet with btbti that's b-t-h-a-n-b-t-i uh, on twitter you check us out on youtube every wednesday uh 8 30 pacific black and black times affinity facebook we're btbti on uh player fm stitcher uh amazon we're on there uh spotify uh radio republic uh check out our official website binhadproductions.com forward slash BDBTI and we're on Twitch as well, twitch.tv forward slash BDBTI Pool boy, cuckoldry.
<laughs> you love your pegging, don't you? Oh, <laughs> 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 